0: Are you tired of not paying for your favorite product? Patreon.com
1: slash most What's a Patreon, you say?
0: It's a website where fans can support their favorite content creators. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a deal. Deal, deal. deal, deal, This is only if you got the money. We got koozies, we got custom obituaries, we got stickers, we have movie commentaries that you download and watch with said movie. It's like you have friends in the room.
2: What if I don't like history? You're wrong. You love history. How much money can
0: I give? Anything will help. We like doing the show. We're going to do it anyway. Mike's losing us money at every corner. Yeah. Roast Mortem Cast is here to help you take a load off that wallet. It's all been arranged
1: just for us to get your money.
0: I'm telling you that you need to give money to Roast Mortem Podcast so we can do it even better. better, better.
3: Are you tired of exploiting these four men?
1: Or you could even sponsor. You got a stupid-ass business? I'd love to talk about your business. Point the point. I'm too busy to read. Where can I find this podcast? So
0: call today at patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. That's R-O-A-S-T-M-O-R-T-E-M-C-A-S-T at patreon.com slash roastmortemcast.
1: Yeah, if you want to buy me a beer, that's cool too. You know. I thought you were dead. <clears throat> Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard, uh, I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. It must be dead. Is this a dead man, duck?
0: Hello, welcome to Roast Mortem, where we talk about the finest people on the face of the planet. My name is Tom. Ah, Travis. I am your Cody for the evening. And I'm Mike. We have a very special guest uh, calling in yes. via Skype, um, the world's worst Mexican, the host of the Dick
3: Show, uh, Dick Masterson himself. Well- hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. How you doing? Thank you very much for letting me do your episode 108. Everybody knows that I did not get to do an episode 108 of my own podcast before it died. Maybe you guys could roast it. So I travel the world uh, trying to do all the 108s that I can in hopes that I could move on someday. It's a pleasure.
1: Thank you. (laughs) A
0: lot of therapy for 108. Awesome. Let's see. Uh, Travis, you usually have a question.
1: Uh, well, but um did you guys do a week today? Did you guys learn about your weeks? <laughs> okay. Uh uh. I think so. <laughs> I, I
0: What happened? I got a bad haircut again? Nice. I I see it. Yeah, it looks Uh looks good, Tom. Uh, no, it looks good, but it also looks like a haircut uh for someone who doesn't know how to ask for a haircut. <laughs> oh, Even yeah. though I know exactly what I want every time. I walked in to the same barbershop that I usually go to, except um there was a, a woman there,
2: oh, and uh-oh.
0: Um, uh-oh. she. Uh, I told her exactly what a pompadour. That's it. It's just like one word. You know what to do. It's easy.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyone
0: can do it. Um, she just cut off the whole front area, so I look like a child. <laughs> my own eyes. I'm very upset, but it'll come back.
3: They cut it the way they want to, no yeah. matter what you say. You go to yeah. a, w- a woman barber, you get what she's got in her head. You're, you're on the you're on the line of becoming a proud boy with that haircut. I think that's yeah. <laughs> Man, it's dangerously <laughs> close to a proud boy cut. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, how am I gonna explain this to anyone?
1: Tom, you always end up saying your hair looks like a child. Well, I care. You know what? Uh, this, the undercut. Mm-hmm. Maybe you go for the. You used to have a fro back in the day. Yes. Oh yeah. And you maybe used to you have go for that, the Hitler youth. Very adult. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. I have the bowl cut. Yeah. yeah that's that's an I have exotic the... treat. What'd you I do? Me? Have... Yeah. What was your week like? Uh... How was your week? Lots of Black Friday sales. They got a fucking package up. Kind of sucks. You're one
4: of those mooks that does
1: yeah. that. I, right. I saw your furry board that you posted. Oh, yeah. Two furries making out on a skateboard. So they're, oh. they're trying Beautiful. to get rid of all the old inventory.
2: And, like, no okay. one bought that board. So there's so many of them. I wonder
0: why. Fucking yeah, <laughs> weird. Right?
2: So they're all going to, like, mystery packages. So, like, you get, like, a mystery box. That's like all the boards are going to be <laughs> those boards. It's two, two naked furries making out on a board. Nice, dude. <laughs> wow. I not yeah, know I mean, I don't what, what animals were they?
0: I'd be torn, because if I got that in the mail, I wouldn't want to
2: skate it. I'll I'd it have up. to hang it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah hang <laughs> it up. <laughs> <laughs> I wish oh. I made my size, too. <laughs> Cody, what about you? Yeah.
4: I had a good week. Very research-heavy for tonight's uh, subject. But I was uh, talking to the illustrious artist, Berries and Cream. Uh, oh. She... Uh, did a recent photo, or not photos, sketch rendering of us as uh, anime schoolgirls. It was very lovely, and uh, <laughs> she let me know that has uh, du- more than double her usual impressions on the social media. Oh, so. cool! We're Good. money makers, baby. Dude, an- for her.
1: anime schoolgirl is my spirit animal. Animal, okay. Yeah, I always wanted. To look I like guess I don't know. If I had to pick a spirit animal, that's always stupid pick anime spirit
0: animals. Girl. I mean, gotcha. <laughs> I know. She, I know she really drew that in spite of me because I just talk so much shit about anime. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that really hurt to see myself as what yeah, she I was. Ask,
4: she was asking me, like, uh, what color are your uh, podcast mate's
3: eyes? And I'm like, I'm not gay. I don't look at them in the eyes. I don't <laughs> know
5: I don't what color. <laughs> no idea.
3: I have been asked what color Sean's eyes are. I've known that motherfucker for uh, maybe 25 years. I right? still don't know. Like, I don't know what man color. That's what color no. are all guys eyes, right? Wait, yeah, he, he has eyes
1: the yeah,
2: fuck right.
4: <laughs> Sean has eyes. I never thought of it
1: You don't go you don't go eye-to-eye contact. It's always like you're kind of looking at the nose or the hairline, you know Yeah, you Never want to lock eyes. No Or
4: one want to test the friendship
3: keeping his eye on his hands. Where are those hands going? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, you shifty fuck <laughs> True dick. How was your week? I was pretty terrible um I got a new TV but it doesn't fit it doesn't fit on the mount of the old one so now it's just sitting in the living room uh, and I've discovered that they don't sell screws anymore <laughs> I went to Home Depot to buy some screws to fit it to the old mount and it is ju- they've got this beautiful display of all the screws on the front all labeled uh, the drawers of them but when you open them up it's just it looks like someone just dumped. <laughs> uh garbage into it. None of them match, none of them are in the right oh, yeah. none of them are in the right container and they're all in individual plastic bags. So, in order to see what the length of the screw is so you can kind of approximate it because I know what about how long it is, you have to take the ba- pick the bag up and find a translucent part of it to look at what's inside. Oh, perfect. Uh This is yeah. hideous. So, I I ended up just ordering screws off of Amazon. I ended up ordering four dollars of screws that someone's gonna deliver in a truck on Friday. Wow! Um, and until Isn't then, the I can't watch the game. Well, it's great. It's great. You know why
1: they're in individual bags? Because someone might have a nut allergy. Because you know, yeah, licking you get, screws, oh, you just right. get the screws. <laughs> hey! see what you did there. you're the worst person.
0: <laughs> You've ruined your are. paycheck
3: for the week. Oh. Uh, and then I um, I threw up today and uh, worked out Sick. and then I spent the rest of the day in bed. Pretty good day.
0: Oh well, well, thanks for getting nice. up to hang out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm upright, guys. I did <laughs> it. You can, you can lay down. You can lay down. It's all good. Tra- yeah. Travis oh, yeah. has done it before.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of
0: uh, Travis, well, I, I don't really care about your week.
1: Uh, my week, dude. I don't know. I had like a sandwich the other day. Yeah. Put me down. Put me down. I was like a horizontal boy. Really? Like,
4: <laughs> it's part of getting old, man.
1: Yeah, man. I sometimes you just you think you can eat this big ass sandwich but you can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was kind it kind really going down? No, it was terrible. It was like some fucking Subway bullshit. <laughs> no, Like yeah, I yeah. I went to like some place in Portland that was just like it was like a, ch- a mini chain, right? Like a Denny's, but like a mini Denny's chain. All right. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not surprised. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I just got a big ass sandwich, and then I just was vertical horizontal for a while. Just holding my stomach. Jeez. The end. <laughs> Wonderful week by the way. It's Travis a waste Lee. of a
0: sandwich. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, let's get right into it. Yes. Cody, who, Enough are, we, banter. who are we talking shit about tonight? On the chopping
4: block tonight, we have the very illustrious, one-of-a-kind Theodore
1: Soyce Geisel, okay, Dr. Seuss.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh,
1: shit. Yo, this, is a guy, entitled, yeah. this is a guy that draws birds and has big-ass sacks and shit?
4: Yeah, that's him. A little green uh, eggs and ham. Green eggs and ham. Mike, glad to see you're not uh, that young, that you don't I remember know green guy. eggs and ham. Good, good, good. I'll ruin him for Do you. Do you remember Mike uh, Myers? He did it. Yeah, he remember it that Jim one Carrey? Time. Yeah, they did it too. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's good stuff. Subtitle of this episode is How You'll Whine, Whimper, and Wail When the Autist Breaks, Fuck Up, Foul, and Fail. Oh, you made it rhyme.
1: I see. You did I that, did. Freddy.
4: Dr. Seuss, let's get into this. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, this guy is a functioning drunk and a chain smoker. But most notably, he was a fucking Spurgy, Spurgy man-child that kind of never learned how to become an independent individual. He was a turbo introvert that would dodge crowds, especially if there were children in the crowds. And his first marriage would end up in disaster just because he didn't know how to read social cues and adhere to social norms. He hated
3: kids? He didn't like he kids? He did not like kids. Oh, wow. Good job, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the career you picked? You hate he, kids? Mm. He makes kids books. He makes kids books, but he
4: just doesn't like kids because he 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 didn't know how to act around them. You, you know, you can't, you can't have your average adult conversation with a kid. And also, he was kind of like an introvert, so he just hated all people in general, but it was magnified for the children's. Right. I mean, You're I'm bizarre sure we'll get
0: into it more later, but- yes, like it's really easy to act around kids because you just don't do anything. (laughs) Yeah. You you just stand there.
4: But sometimes they force your hand into doing stuff you don't want to do. Then you... We'll we'll get into it. Yeah. Okay, all right.
1: Well, Cody, you basically just described me because when I met our friend's kid for the first time, I was like, I don't know what to do with this thing. I like patted it on the head like a dog. Yeah, is that what you do? Like I know Tom's holding the I... baby, throwing it up in the air like pizza, pizza, pepperoni, <laughs> yeah, and I'm not... like, oh, good thing you, you did good it, <laughs> you came out.
4: <laughs> Congrats,
2: you're coming out party.
0: <laughs> I just make weird faces oh,
2: right. at kids, and they always get entertained. Oh and like, yeah, they love it's like an easy one.
0: Yeah, I mean we're okay. entering like that's all infant toddler shit. Uh. You know they can't even they don't understand what cats and green eggs are. No they yeah. don't. It's hilarious. Yeah. All uh, right, born
4: m- born March 2nd, 1904, Springfield, Massachusetts. He had German parents. He had a brewer for a dad and a baker for a mom. And he also has a little sister called Marnie. <laughs> He'd burn off his childhood hyperactivity by visiting the local zoo called Forest Park. His family would encourage him to doodle the animals And he'd he'd take this, like, Bob Ross approach. If he made a mistake, he wouldn't erase it. He'd just keep going and make it work eventually, making a happy accident. And this is kind of where he gets the idea in his head that, like, oh, maybe animals can have two sets of knees or a zigzag tail. And, like, this is the beginning of his uh, illustrating uh, prowess, if you want to call it that.
0: I mean, the man's got style. He uh, definitely does. And it seems to be accidental.
4: Does oh, it have uh, value though? Is kind of like the question we're going to tackle throughout this podcast. Well, he yeah.
0: sold a lot of books, so yeah.
4: Yes, he. Yeah, he. He sold a lot of books. Yeah. Uh, but so did when mean, in...
0: So did Ginsburg. You know. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Doctor uh, uh.
4: Seuss didn't. Ch- Doctor Seuss didn't touch any kids. I'll just get that out of the way right now. He didn't touch any. <laughs> kids. Oh,
0: thank goodness. I thank just, God. Yeah, I, I don't want to have that conversation. Uh,
4: when. Uh, Ted, we're going to call him Ted When Ted wasn't at the zoo uh, His German specimen Of, specimen of a mother uh, A sturdy 6 foot 200 pound lady That went by the name of Henrietta Would read <laughs> stories and nursery rhymes To Ted and Marnie uh, The thing was she read the story in English And then backtracked and read the exact same thing In German Oh cool oh. So he's getting All his right. bilingual chops there And yeah. Also, you, honest? Henrietta, yeah. come on. Henrietta, yeah. That, that's a 200-pound name.
2: Four. It all yeah, makes it, sense. That, that's just dumb thick.
4: <laughs> she was probably growing up and being like, my name's Henrietta, I gotta get to the 200-pound uh, mark. My son's <laughs> gonna draw real good and different. It's true, soul.
1: Adolweiss, Adolweiss. anal that? vice. that's what I okay. said. I know what it, that is. Sometimes. <laughs> Gotcha. And
4: uh, this is where I actually think his uh, his penchant for inventing words comes from, because German is a is a language that has big, doofy, silly words that are actually very simple to understand if you like break it down. Uh, for example, turtle in German is schildkrot, a.k.a. shielded frog. The literal <laughs> translation uh, headlights are shinewerfer, a.k.a. shine thrower. Uh, a nipple is breastwarts. Oh. <laughs> what a romantic
3: and, <laughs> language. Yeah. And a Give public urinator is uh, a.
4: <laughs> a public urinator is a wild pinkler. <sighs> and birth control is anti baby pillin'. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where I think he gets his. Love of making up words that even little idiot kids can understand. Just like, just make something that sounds right and looks doofy and is entertaining. So
3: I'm gonna anti baby pillin is, is German. Anti baby pillin. That's that's the plural. Okay. It'd be I just anti baby. Anti baby. Anti-baby.
4: Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna posit if Dr. Seuss wasn't German, he might not have been Dr. Seuss.
0: You uh, mean he would have been boring like the rest of us? He would have just been Ted. He would have been a
4: fucking Ted like the rest of us. Fuck. Boring Ted. Dude. Dude boring Ted.
1: Uh, are you up on your German? What is Schmetterling? Butterfly. Yeah, well, what is that? Like uh, a tiny, tiny man that uh, has weird eyes and has a, a wing? <laughs> One wing? Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> right. it. Sounds dirty. That doesn't add uh, up
4: at all. <laughs> 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 Around Ted's 13th birthday, World War I breaks out, and the U.S. is rampant with uh, anti German sentiments his classmates started referring to Ted as the drunken hun. And the fact that Ted's dad worked as brewmeister at the local brewery absolutely <laughs> did not help that fact.
1: Jesus. Jawohl, we love the beer.
4: What are the... What's the German overalls called? I, I totally... Lederhosen. 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 There we go.
0: Oh, man. Have uh, you ever
4: wore Lederhosen?
3: Anyone? I have not.
4: Comfy, Do they hurt? Man. It looks like it hurts. I mean No, they're, they're
3: great. I have a pair. Yeah. Uh it's um it is man, it is made for drinking. It is like really oh. obvious when you're wearing them all night. They're they're always warm. Yeah, they sound uh, like when it expands it's cold. With the gut. It expands there's nothing there. The uh, there's no belt or anything to start chafing you. Ooh. Pissing is a dream. It's one button and the whole thing flops uh the whole uh, front flops down. How German? Uh, oh, hell yeah. awesome. German. <laughs> It's the great front, front drop seat. Oh yeah, yeah okay. but what about taking a
1: shit though? Because then you have to take the whole thing off, right?
3: Yeah, that can be a problem. Mm. Yeah,
1: oh, okay. no backflip. You just
0: gotta angle yourself and just kind of shit, <laughs> yes. you know, like like that. Standing up, of course. Um, yeah, it's a bad demonstration, I suppose.
1: Sometimes uh, worse he- go bad. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. It's all right. Personal experience.
4: 191921. <laughs> 1921 ted would enroll in dartmouth college new hampshire ivy league sort of place uh dartmouth's student-run funny paper was called the jack-o-lantern and ted eventually worked his way up as the editor-in-chief of said funny rag uh this is where he hones his uh comedy chops he really gets the art of putting uh, a joke into ink and paper form and it's good he starts uh really nailing it out and knocking out the funny bits uh, one faithful day a faculty member catches Ted red-handed guzzling a batch of bathtub
0: gin <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> what yes I now, like him so far yeah, yeah. he's, he's he, yeah he got called a drunk in elementary school he's he's guzzling like, I'm gonna, gin I'm is gonna make my a gin, uh, gin bath the
4: Mike is why is it bathtub gin explain to Mike yeah it's made in a bathtub ew
2: Oh, I guess it's clean. no <laughs> one's bathing in it, then I guess it's all right. Yeah, you remember scrubbing well, out the tub before bathtub. you went in there?
0: I think, just just think use so. a little bone at me, a little comet. Make
2: <laughs> some gin. So, so,
0: history That's question. a
3: lot of gin. If you yeah, need an yeah, entire yeah,
0: bathtub yeah. to make your gin
4: supply, oh boy. Well, why is he drinking bathtub gin and not regular gin? History question. 1921. Prohibition.
1: Oh. Prohibition. Oh, it. Just say Dude, it. you don't have to raise your hand. You've been doing this for a year. Yeah, the government was like, "Guess what? You like having fun? No nah, you don't.
4: Stop it. No fun
1: Stop for you. Stop it. You're going to go you're going to go be nice little Christians." We'll let you have fun later, but we're going to tax you on it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Now, this isn't
4: an infraction of the sco- this isn't just an infraction of the school's code of conduct. It's an honest to goodness federal crime. Uh, instead of tattling to the Fed, the headmaster struck a deal with Ted. Go on academic probation and step down as the jack-o'-lanterns editor-in-chief, oh. and this federal crime stays an internal affair. Ted accepted this offer, but the rebel he was, he would continue to secretly write and illustrate for the jack-o'-lantern using his middle name as a pseudonym, spelled S-E-U-S-S. No doctor prefix yet, and it was pronounced Soyce. Got they him. didn't
3: they didn't catch him on that one? No. Using his middle name.
4: <laughs> Double O Sorry. sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's I not mean,
3: like his middle name is like Jim.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: pretty distinct. At least it's like, you know, drinking bathtub gin, which is illegal at the time and and whoever who was it? The the, 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 the dean or whatever calling Headmaster. him out. It's a lot better than the whole Sandusky thing when it comes to you know uh, th- this isn't gonna hold much water in a year from now. <laughs> So just just step yeah. down. You're cool. The you boy frauding. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, it's an true. easy one. You know <laughs> why get the police involved? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I agree
4: with the sentiment. It's yeah. just
0: bathtub gin. Uh,
4: 1925. Ted graduated Dartmouth and enrolled in good old Oxford in a, across the pond from uh, these here United States. Uh, he pursued becoming a doctor of English literature.
1: Wait, so he's Usefully. over in the UK where he can drink all the gin that he wants out of the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet he yeah, still yeah. bought the gin and then dumped it into the bathtub just so he get those memories of home.
4: Yeah, he just wants <laughs> <Right>? the nostalgia <laughs> of yeah. uh, ring around the drain. Yeah, like back in just the ties is, the bouquet together.
1: Back in the Great USA, this is what we do. <laughs> and some British dudes like what? Is, what? <laughs>
0: What are you doing? Why are you? Why, why do you need swimmies to drink?
4: <laughs> if he wasn't physically playing hooky at class, he'd mentally play hooky. He'd doodle in his notebook margins, all sorts of figures, man, animal, fictional beast. Just he's a, he's a doodler. He's a doodler at heart.
2: Normal. Yeah, school's
4: boring. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he drew like those uh, S's. Yeah, but he could actually do something. With the answer of that, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe invented that. <laughs>
4: Uh, during Oxford class whoa, during Oxford class Ted meets his future wife Helen. Helen was 5 years Ted senior and got her degree first and convinced Ted to drop out and start a life together.
1: Oh uh, no. Yeah, so it's just,
4: like you can already see like he has a hard time telling anyone no. She yeah. was just like I got my degree, you don't need yours. Let's let's start let's start fucking doing pushover. <laughs> yeah, he's a pushover.
1: Uh well hold on. Uh back to doodling in class. Yeah, right. Did you guys have like a signature doodle? Like, you know, like was there something that you not no, I mean maybe a tag, I guess you call it, but just something that
3: you'd constantly doodle on things. I would draw dicks on people when you had to pass your homework forward. My friends <laughs> sat behind me, oh. so I would as soon as I would get their homework, I'd be ready now just draw little penises at the top <laughs> and keep it going. Like how quick was uh, was that Oh, just like that like that in that amount, like, of a, there. like a six second penis, yeah, oh, yeah okay. or or less, just you know a point, and then some they didn't all look some of them looked a little Susie in themselves, but <laughs> oh. uh you knew what it was, the teacher would know what it was, right
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Is that God, a- I did that to their Spanish workbooks too, uh, my friend drove us out to lunch, and he left his Spanish workbook in the back of his car, and I probably spent ten fifteen minutes driving to lunch and driving back, just drawing dicks on. Everybody in the Spanish workbook. Nice.
4: That's commitment. I like fucking commitment.
1: I, I also really liked, you know, in school you'd get like a book and it would just be passed down from like grade to grade. So yeah, you can see, see like, it like made oh, yeah. in 1914. Like the, the ages, the ages of like <coughs> dicks and fucking like yeah. like guys with fucking swastikas on their forehead and shit, oh, like just passed shit. down. It's like a time
0: capsule yeah. almost. <laughs> Basically, uh, there's a lot of lessons in here, and it's not always the text.
1: Every textbook is a history textbook.
0: Wow. <laughs> hey,
1: end. I like that. Amazing.
4: Starting in 1926, the two toured Europe, taking in the site's experiences, and presumably fucking a bunch. Hmm. It didn't take long for Ted to propose, as the two tied the knot in 1927, two years after Helen graduated, not Ted.
0: All right. Mm. One of them's got a degree. It meant something back then so uh how, good on that it them. was an
4: english degree like, that how meant something is back that? then oh, every right,
0: degree fine. came from a time where it meant something it just
3: how long was it going to mean something until now
5: yeah it, which, you just um,
3: say you had it back then yeah i got that degree <laughs> like what are they gonna go look it up what are they gonna do oh, oh yeah right? no
4: internet no internet oh, oh and
3: you want to double check this of- yeah call this number
4: that's you know, kind of how Dr. Seuss gets his doctor prefix. He huh. self-proclaimed Dr. Seuss. And no one like, bothered to check him at his like future jobs. We'll get into it right now. Uh, 1920s, late 1920s, Helen pushes Ted to be a cartoonist. Also, too, we're living on Manhattan Island. Why did you, you say Manhattan
0: time, Island? We live in Manhattan New York. Manhattan Island.
1: Wait! Wait! I don't live in New York. Wait! He well, lives in Manhattan. <laughs> but, wait, yes. Where does he, he live? He just lives in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Manhattan, Manhattan Island.
3: Manhattan Island. <laughs> Manhattan Island.
2: <laughs>
4: I thought you were talking about Manhattan somewhere? Island.
3: Born and raised. <laughs>
2: Born and raised. <laughs> oh my god. Well, goodness. anyway,
4: on this crappy island, right, right below owns... the
2: Bronx Peninsula. I was starting to think of where that was. I was like, "Where is that?" <laughs> Me
4: too. Strike it all. Get it all out of the fucking way for him.
0: Then you got it. Uh, I'm going to make Tenor, that part louder in the edit.
4: Ted earns 75 bucks a week writing for the funny papers. At this time, he adopts the doctor prefix to his name, as I aforementioned. Uh, this probably hints that he was butt hurt and regretted abandoning his uh, literature doctorate. So it's just like, well, I would have gotten it anyway. And, you know, there's no internet for anyone to check. So just
1: DR in front of my Wait, pen name. So you're telling me that he drew Garfield?
4: No. He's actually Jim Davis. <laughs> Jim, he's not Jim Davis. Are you sure?
1: Are you he's sure? He's Ted Guys. Yes. <laughs> right. sure. yes. All right. All right. I'm he's taking your word for it. I guess. Thank you. Did you your research, because I'm uh, presenting Garfield, no. the funnies.
0: That's a, that, so. That's a strange kind of regret, like, um, or you know, him thinking about how he didn't get his doctorate. It's just like, well, she was paying for the apartment, and she was a mm. good lay, and she asked me to stop going, and she brought home lots of pop tarts. Oh yeah. I'll be a doctor anyway.
4: We're doing it. No one can check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also at this time, uh, his colleagues are butchering his fucking German middle name, Seuss. And he just rolls with the punches and he's like, fine, it, it's Seuss now. Fuck it. Like, I'm Dr. Seuss and that is his pen name for the rest <laughs> of his career. I get
0: it? I'm not really a doctor and that's not really my name.
4: ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I mean, it was spelled right, but like the enunciation was wrong, and he, he's a pushover, and he just went with
1: it. Yeah, and he's Dr. like, look so- at this. This is what I call a goose. It does not look like a goose, but <laughs> I'm th- in the funnies. Look I at think me. This doctor needs a nap now. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's, that's the level of man-child.
1: Have you ever seen a goose's penis? This is what it looks like. It's like a wacky inflatable arm man.
4: <laughs> does it move like it, too? Of course. Jesus Christ. Have you seen Constantly birds in- spritzing- Cody, have
1: you never seen birds in flight in the flying no. V? Like in the Mighty Ducks?
4: No, I'm I'm not paying. I'm pretty nearsighted. Okay. <laughs> During his escapades with the New York City funny papers, he gets a silly comic published. It depicts a frustrated medieval knight who had failed to keep his dragon at bay with an application of bug spray. So it's just like, haha, that's not the right thing you use to slay a dragon, you dumb knight. Uh, uh, mediocre but uh ted is promptly hired by flit and flit is an old-timey 1920 1930s bug spray and he starts <laughs> earning that fucking advertising bank it's just like yeah <sighs> all right and and uh flit uh, was that again 1920s 1930s uh bug spray that was in plunger and canister form plunger. So, plunger. yeah, it, it looked like you were like jerking off a robot when you were Oh, oh cool.
3: yeah. Oh yeah. Remember those?
4: I remember them from cartoons. Yeah, that's that's uh-huh. the type of product he's
1: selling right they now. They should make like a vape like that. <laughs> yeah, they, oh. should, they really <laughs> <could>. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love this vape. It's like a shake <laughs> weight type thing. Just
0: <laughs> double <laughs> retro. Let me, let me get a
1: squeeze. <laughs> Thank
4: you. Uh, These flit advertisements afforded Ted another opportunity to work with uh, automotive oil-based products. Standard Oil Oil Company and Esso commissioned Ted to also do advertisements for them. Uh, Ted would illustrate vehicular gremlins fouling up car engines. So it was just like, he invented a monster to fuck up an engine, and then he branded Esso and Standard Oil as the... Bug repellent. He kind of had a one track mind that he couldn't shake loose. <laughs> and uh Travis, if you could uh put in uh flit and standard oil into the chat.
1: You got it. Ooh. So we got some some flit here.
4: Uh notice the uh political <laughs> oh, correct Jesus. correctness
0: of uh the flit ad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't see anything. Yeah, I didn't get it.
0: Do you yeah, get it? it? No. I dude.
1: don't see it. Mm. Did you hit
2: send? Like
1: oh, it, yeah, I gotta hit the fucking send
3: button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so
4: that's your boy, Dr. Seuss. That's
3: some powerful bug repellent. <laughs> well, look at that. It, that's a. Not... Whoa. <laughs> that looks like Homer Simpson. That looks like a black. That looks like, looks like Justin Trudeau, Homer Simpson. Trudeau, Homer Simpson. <laughs> wow.
4: Look at that. I was gonna say Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh,
2: jeez. Well,
4: and there's uh, the, what is it called, the Nacosaurus, the Carbonacus fucking up an engine, and you're supposed to get Esso Lube to uh, thwart the evil Carbonacus.
1: Uh, so we got... I'm glad like, they said motor oil in the advertisement, because if I just saw Esso Lube, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's for. What lube is that for? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or something that knocks that's uh yeah. that's that's
0: how people from uh, the south shore of long island pronounce asshole lube <laughs> oh <laughs> i see that asshole a- lube asshole lube hey Give yeah me that guy that. looks
3: like he needs some asshole lube oh my goodness and now uh like i said earlier
4: flit was a 1920s and 30s bug spray what do you think is in flit
1: uh is that deep shit ddt yeah it's that fucking stone
4: cold yeah five percent ddt (laughs) what's that dd thank you for asking mike ddt is a very harmful compound that was kind of used as a uh vermicide or pesticide uh it would don't worry, mike don't
1: worry that's why your head's so lumpy
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well uh, really well no it's not lumped head well how uh, how many times it's it's uh it caused uh, a fair amount of cases of smooth brain smooth brain, (laughs) brain yeah yeah uh Make sense People, yeah, yeah, and it would kill
4: mosquitoes, but also kill huge things like uh, bald eagles. It would make uh, the bald eagle eggshell like, way too soft to survive like the falling out of the mother's ass. So it would just go, like a,
0: right. like a soggy fart. Oh, God. A child retardant. Yeah,
4: <laughs> in, more, in more ways than one. All right, so we got DDT and flit. Uh, and we also got standard oil. Uh, what do you think's in standard oil at this time? Oh, the good stuff. Lead, uh, nice leaded yeah. gasoline. Remember that—that's mm-hmm. good stuff. It'll make it fucking crazy. Just standing in the same garage as a running car.
1: they will give you the nice thoughts. Yes, I always, and I always think that standing in a garage closed with a running car equals perfection. Get a little sleep, you know. Yeah, you get a little sleepy. You yeah, get just a little bit, Mike. A little smooth, bit, <laughs> a little uh, smooth sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you ever need a great night's sleep? Not, I'm not recommending it, but. Some people recommend uh, okay, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Recommended in Minecraft. <laughs> in uh, Minecraft? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so if you are a Minecraft uh, Twitch streamer, go to sleep in your garage with your car <laughs> running.
4: <laughs> uh, we got a fucking trifecta going on here. What do you think Ted's uh, third carcinogenic fluid he would market to the masses are?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, we. Travis, post beer. That's not carcinogenic. I'm not even, I don't even want to post that. It's, uh, you, you'd, you'd post it. I this have beer. to post it. I know you told me I had to post it, but I don't it's, want to hear anything bad about my favorite subject. It's Schaefer beer. Oh, Schaefer. That is, that's Aww. garbage. I don't know. What do you guys
4: feel
0: about Schaefer beer? Well, it's for when you're having more than one. Yeah, you have to have more than one. Uh, I think yeah, it's garbage. Strong. No, that was no. actually their, no, it's, it's all right. I mean, it's like, it's Miller High Life. Oh.
4: It's not a, it's like the knockoff Miller High Life though.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just not it's not there at Natty Ice yet. Yeah. It's approaching, but it, it makes a, a real quick turn right before you hate yourself the next morning. I, I, they still make I it fu-
4: Yeah, it, it's still this is still something oh, made. Cool. Of course, Dr. Seuss isn't advertising it anymore. But like I remember I was uh, I, I fucking threw a party and like a fucking case of Schaefer shows up and one of my friends asks me, Hey, can I get into this case of Schaefer? And I was like I don't want to spoil a perfectly good thing people can sit on. Like, we're at a premium with chairs. I would prefer if you just leave that intact so we can sit on it.
1: Cody, I am drinking... That's how I feel about Schaefer. I'm drinking Rolling Rock. That's... That's fine. No, Rolling Rock is, uh... It's Uh, an extra uh, pale ale, I'm just saying. Schaefer's extra schaefe. There's extra schaefe in every
0: can. When you're drinking Rolling Rock, it means you're tight. When you're drinking Schaefer, it means you're cheap.
4: Mm. Or there's nothing else, Yeah, and you want to drink a chair.
0: You're a degenerate, and yeah. uh, I've drank plenty of it, so I don't know. I've had a good time. We all De- change as
3: people. It's about developing, isn't it? All right. Dick, what is, right. your, what is your cheap beer of choice? My cheap beer of choice? Yeah. I guess it would be Takati. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. That's. I don't think there. we have Schaefer out here. I've never seen it before. Unless really? Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, it doesn't look familiar but we've got you know we've got all Mexican beers that are cheap out here, Dos Equis and uh um, solid, yeah taate um god, there's a new there's a new there's a new Ticcate now Ticcate They've, Ticcate it's Light? all over the dodgers stadium it's no it's like um s it's even more Mexican sounding mm. oh. I forget the name of it though, but all of our cheap beers out here are Mexican um understandable, yeah, south it tastes like water
1: south of the border beers you gotta put some fruit in it to... Gotta- <laughs> Keep the That's flies just a out. just
4: bug yeah. Just use some DDT. Mm. All right. let right Let's, let's, talk, about, uh, oh let's talk about... Ooh. Let's uh, talk about Ted's side hustle right now. Uh, just so you know, it's mid-1930s, and at this point in time, uh, Ted's daddy had to have had a change in career. Uh, some time back, uh, Brewmeister daddy lost his job because of the prohibition going into effect. Uh, he has since uh, worked his way up to a supervisory role of the local zoo, that Ted and his sister Marnie frolicked in, in their childhood. So he's some kind of zoo boss or oh. what have you. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where some spurginess happens because Ted asks his dad for animal carcasses through the mail. <laughs> All right.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. There's a school dad. shooter in the works. That's pretty yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: for fun? Dad, so he could learn how to draw? So he could start up his amateur taxidermy business. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. And I it
4: somewhere. Mail you know. order amateur taxidermy. Oh, please but tell me the there's thing.
1: a picture of his taxidermy animals.
4: Uh, uh, Travis, <laughs> drop in Abelard kangaroo and unicorn. Okay, I
1: gotcha. Oh, so God.
4: <laughs> he would fucking mix and match the animal carcasses to get something entirely new and, you know, interesting. I'm
1: working out of here. Uh, don't worry, my fingers work great.
3: You got fat fingers. <laughs> Okay, oh. that's a, that a weird first version of what he's doing. Yes. So, but was that uh, even
1: really an animal, or is this that- just?
4: He's taking bits of everything, mixing and matching, and then also making up. You know, some some of the core. He's synthetically devising some of the cores.
2: Like cow That's
4: so. What we <laughs>
2: that's not yeah, animals.
4: No, it's not animals. Uh, so we have here is the blue green abelard, mm-hmm. and that's. A horned gazelle type creature that could only be awake when no man or beast was looking at it. Oh. Okay. Almost like it's introverted. Oh, it's like sleeping. Sleeping whenever you look at it. It can, only be, it can only be awake when no eyes, when it's alone. Oh, you mean like the Toy on. Story? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All and right. We have the kangaroo bird, a feathery fiend that keeps its young in its pouch before cannibalizing it on buttered toast. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. And the Mulberry Street Unicorn, a beast whose native habitat is the streets of Boston, but so very, very elusive that it has never been seen alive in its habitat.
1: Wicked sick. It's a Yankees mm-hmm. fan in Boston. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go to no, bed. No, he's,
4: he's spurging out. He's selling these things through the mail. He's keeping the ones he really likes. So, like, he's, he's making his own stuffed animals with dead animal parts and fucked up shit. D-
1: did he sleep with them? Did he have a whole bunch uh, of them on his bed? <laughs> <laughs> he would
4: he would die surrounded by them in his oh. in his future home study. These so,
1: are the characters oh, spoilers I He's like. dead, by the way yeah dude that's so edgy these like are my so friends edgy. The these are my babies I wonder edgy. if Tim Burton's gonna do that oh just
4: if, rack skeletons
0: yeah if he's just gonna die with a bunch of like weird characters that he made um like hovering over him no, and t- and and his oh, of course his wife.
1: Who is no. also a weird character? Tim Burton's <laughs> just gonna die in a hot topic, and there you go, it's done. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll
0: just mount him and
4: put it's him done. in the corner,
1: and then they're gonna weekend at
0: Bernie's him because they like the, the the personality is still there. You understand one hundred percent
4: of it. So uh, this disposable income allowed Ted and his bitch Helen to take month long vacations on an annual basis. Uh, the Spurgesous was he would return from said trips, and proceed to embellish the fuck out of them. Uh, he was telling his friends he was uh, surviving Mexican shootouts by taking cover behind a water trough. Oh. Just like, I did all these things, believe me. And he would, he would pose for pictures to back up his story, so it's just like, alright Ted. Yeah, sure. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> but uh, realistically, he was just like, we stayed at a really nice hotel that had a bathtub in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And a Good time in a bathtub. <laughs> Making I gin.
3: Gin you gotta look bath. at a lot of stuff to be this guy's friend. He's got taxidermy made-up animals that all have stories to go with them, it's and nice. sto- made-up stories about vacation. Like, come on, man, just let's let's just relax. He's unhinged. <laughs> Listen, no one ever told deal. him to like straighten your shit out. That's that's why he's like off the rails,
4: kooky, well, imaginative.
0: That's what happens when your dad drinks beer for a living and then plays with animals for the the second half of his living. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they don't get enough der- people time.
4: You need people time. It's important yeah. for childhood development. Uh, during a return trip from Sweden, uh, late at night, Ted proceeded to get plastered on his poison of choice, vodka on the rocks. He would also chain smoke and pollute his uh, sweep. Ted noticed Wait, what, peculiar do, you, what do you smoke? I, don't, I tried finding his brand of cigarettes out. Newports. But I couldn't
3: find it. Lucky <laughs> yeah, strike Newports. 200s. That sounds more believable. <laughs> that's Lucky what strikes. a real man smokes. <laughs> oh. It's totally And vodka on the rocks. That is a masochist. That guy's got. So, that's a red flag, right and there. And this is are like you, solitary guys,
4: vodka on the rocks. He, yeah,
3: this is this is a man who has no other options. Vodka on the rocks. Dire, dire <laughs> is the word I like
4: to use. <laughs> mm.
3: I feel like vodka on the rocks are maybe one step
1: above like uh, old English. Meth- old English in a brown oh, bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or steel reserve. I'm sorry. Old English has some class. All right.
0: So, Just because there's
1: an E? Yeah. yeah. In the old? <laughs> that's, yep, that's it. You I can mean, find class in the letters. Takate has
0: two E's.
4: Uh, so he's drunk out of his mind. He's smoking the room out. And he notices a peculiar sound late at night aboard the ship. Without the hustle and bustle of the day, Ted could hear the rhythmic churning of the ship's engines. He was immediately charmed by the meter and tempo. And since he's no downtrodden inner city youth, instead of launching a rap career, he took a jab at writing poetic child books. Wait, th- so this is just—he starts drunk out of his mind writing for children.
1: And this is just from, from him, like being on a ship, hearing someone banging yep. it out in the room next to him.
4: Yeah, it was probably the, <laughs> his neighbors fucking,
2: They're screaming "Green Eggs and Hams" all night. Was that Lorax? Had he never heard a beat <laughs> <before>? <laughs>
4: This work would later go on to be titled "And to Think I Saw It on Mulberry Street."
1: Well, what? What else? You Mulberry saying? Street
4: being Mulberry Street being a fucking street in Boston from his childhood. Mm. Uh, the book follows an imaginative young boy during his homeward walk from school. The boy embellishes and creates a loony story about an absurd caravan of exotic beasts and mechanical vehicles all traveling down Mulberry Street. And Ted authors this book for kids he would sober up and shop this rhythmic children's read around the publishing circuits he was promptly rejected a grand total of 27 times
5: oh that's it
4: all because the book lacked moral fiber uh books for children at this time were supposed to be this lukewarm ultra predictable morally rich wad of trash if the protagonist was virtuous he would be rewarded anything less so bad ending and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street featured a boy fabricating a harmless but dishonest tale and scampers home to tell his family about it without any major consequence in tow.
1: No. Uh, well, that's so what publisher- you just would do. That's realism. Like, right. I just saw that hobo jerk off into those, that open bag of Doritos and give it to <laughs> some kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone. Portland's like, rough. Are you gonna- You're so oh, dope.
0: So when you get home... And the lady's like, hey, uh, how's your day today? The lie is just, I, I didn't
1: see anything at all. <laughs> Nothing happened, and uh, the world keeps turning, correct? I'm fine. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you kind of lose a little bit of your soul when you go back to work in retail in your 30s. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sorry, that. Travis. I am so sorry.
1: <laughs> Publishers were expecting
4: this book to be a contemporary spinoff of The Boy Who Cried Wolf. Like, uh, this kid's lying in his ass. Let's see what happens to him. Oh, nothing. He entertained his family at dinner, but that's why it was systematically systematically rejected until a company named Vanguard Press greenlit the publishing, and it earned only modest sales, sales because it kind of broke the mold there. But hey, this is the first Dr. Seuss children's book, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. Vodka-fueled, mold-breaking, rhyme-rich read. So that's his first jab at
1: it. Great. I oh, never knew that. Yeah. I feel like most children authors, though, come from, like, I don't know, some fucking, like, desperation. Like, existential desperation. Right? Like, I don't know. I I feel like a lot of- Look at Harry Potter. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: There you go, yeah. That that, that bitch was- uh, She was, like, five minutes- She was basically living in a Starbucks, Yeah. 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 She was, like, five minutes- And that is a children's book, by the way. Yeah, yes. I, I cannot. I cannot emphasize that enough. Every time an adult tells me that they love Harry Potter, <laughs> I thought that it was a young, <laughs> young adult. <boy. laughs> it is for children.
1: Yeah, and J.K. Rowling was like five minutes away Mike from Ray like Potter. walking down, you know, the Piccadilly Circus, saying, "I'll give you a handy for like five five pounds." Wow, dude, yeah. you know, five five know she did handy. that. You, gotta, you, you know gotta, she gotta did do. that.
0: But that was before y- the UK got really into surveillance. There's no way to prove it. You <laughs> know she she was yeah. tugging, just like,
1: oh, I got an idea about a boy. Mm-hmm. With a wand. (laughs) Keep quiet, keep going. A magic wand that shoots cream for everyone's coffee. (laughs) Well, maybe not cream. We'll work it out. (laughs) Uh,
4: There's a dash of tragedy on Ted's horizon. As on March 8th, 1931, his sturdy mother, Henrietta, succumbs to brain cancer at the age of 52. Oh, no. Ted's understandably heartbroken. The figure that fostered his affinity for rhyme and word invention was gone. The person that hooked Ted on phonics was out of his life. Mm.
5: Mm.
4: Now, Ted's sister Marnie took over uh, caretaking the aging father, you know, the brewmeister zoo guy. Uh, After a short while of caretaking, Marnie herself spirals into alcoholism and stretches of depression and deteriorating health. Marnie was under the impression Ted's absence was him shunning her for the boozing. When in reality, Seuss himself was out getting drunk and doodling snakes with penis wings or whatever
0: that is something nice when someone like is slightly more guilty of something than you are yeah and you can really like it's like a guilt sponge yeah you just don't have to say anything and then they feel it and then they do all the insulting themselves all all the down talk is all in their head I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it a few times before. You know, you walk great. into a room, and you're like, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that shit last night when I was all <laughs> hammered," and then someone else is like, "Really on the feel?" And just, just start with a "Hey" and watch it go downhill. Watch them destroy <laughs> themselves inside
4: out. <laughs> Depression would set in for Marnie, and she would suffer a heart attack and die at the age of forty three in 1945. Jesus,
0: yeah.
4: this under this fucked Seuss up. He was out drinking
2: at to- the bar. He didn't give a fuck.
4: He didn't. When she died, it's uh, kind of like he, he didn't understand the Spurg he was. He didn't understand where that pattern was going.
1: Yeah, but Mike, just like oh, Mike, just do a kickflip. You're too young. Okay. Yeah, 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 do a kickflip. Yeah, you'll yeah, never
0: yeah. understand these these really complex <laughs>
3: parts of life. One day, so you should have stayed in school. There, yeah where so it all went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: definitely. This, fu- this fucked Seuss up to the point where he would avoid the topic of his sister for the rest of his life. Two very cherished women uh, had disappeared from Ted's life, and we can see Ted starting to get a little unhinged. Uh, Ted's next book, The 500 Hats of Bartholomew Cubbins, had a dedication, a very mysterious dedication that read, To Chrysanthemum Pearl, aged 89 months, going on 90. Uh, no one knows who this mystery seven-year-old is. It's just he invented a
1: daughter. Uh oh. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Dude, are we going well, into like some haunted shit right now? He's feeling are we, lonely. Are we going into true crime right now? Oh yeah. Are we going to be a true crime podcast? Can we are we bo- finally going to do it? Can we boost our numbers, Cody?
3: Uh, yeah. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Was that his tulpa? Did what is that? Up, uh, it's a weird fantasy girlfriend that uh, that weebs have where they concentrate really hard and they pre- and then they can pretend that... Oh, waifu is- pillows? Yeah, except it's all just in their mind. It's just an imaginary wife. Really? Um, oh! Yeah. And they do uh, that... Wouldn't that be...
1: They do that, what sucks. is it, the Anamonaguchi shit where they look... Well, we were talking about it in the last episode. The, you, you go cross-eyed, stick your tongue out, and uh, you're like, here. Oh! Hey, oh! <laughs> Yeah, I cut that out of the last so. episode, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, great! All. So Why? you just
4: confuse yeah. the shit out of our viewers.
0: <laughs> I don't know. No, it was it was it was between roles, but uh, I gotta say, I wonder how much of their power is used to think about that. Ten
4: percent of their brain. Ten percent. No you think? more. Maybe ten yes. percent.
0: You you yes. made me use ten percent of my power to have yes. a girlfriend. Dude, that, uh,
4: That's he's... a pretty shoddy girlfriend.
0: Yeah, you want to bump it up
4: fifteen at least. <laughs> yeah. Have 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 a, a cup of coffee before you attempt that. So, no one knows who this mystery seven-year-old is, and it's ultra weird that it's called, like, you know, she's called out as being 89 months old instead of seven and a half. Uh, yep. Seuss's <laughs> wife was rendered infertile early on in the marriage due to medical complications. So, maybe this is a culmination of grief from the loss of mother, sister, and the hopes of any future children. Wow.
1: He could have just banged someone so, else. Yeah. Uh, Did he? He'll
4: get that idea later in life, Travis. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh Ted being a level seventy introvert would always depend on non introverts to get the talking and business done. It's just the nature of that disorder, I guess. It's not a disorder Bennett? to be introvert. Yeah. Uh all right. That uh, what do you want to call it then? It's just roughness. I don't know. Happens. It's a characteristic condition. Uh-huh. You just don't want to
0: talk to people. Yeah. It's fuck fucking people. easy.
1: Dude, fuck people. I like to talk to snails. What's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> well you're you're fucked in a different way, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say uh, that I wanted to give Mummy a blowjob on the upcoming episode. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you'll learn please. about that later. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Bennett Surf was a respected publisher at Random House Publishing. Bennett Surf is one of those machismo fuerte publishers. Think, <clears throat> excuse me. Think of him as a splinter cell operative of Madison Avenue. He kind of looks like Race Bannon from Johnny Quest, but with like horn-rimmed glasses. Okay.
2: Oh.
0: So, um, That's so, so you mean like strong, gay, yeah. and then stylish. Little little salt and pepper, yeah, yeah stylish. Yeah.
1: He's yeah. in there. Right, hey, he's, he's got a the man moves. that can
4: take care of himself. Uh, Bennett Surf notices Ted from all of his advertising comics and children books. Bennett Surf wants to do something no other prior publisher has done for Ted. Bennett Surf wants to market the writing and the writer. He wants to make Doctor Seuss a household name. Bennett Surf at this point gives Dr. Seuss carte blanche for publishing. Bennett vowed, Whatever you write, I will publish for you. Just no ifs, ands, or buts. Like I'll get it in front of people. Whatever you write. That's the best deal in the world.
2: Yeah, right. It,
0: carte Blanche, my friend. It's great. Well, you mean I do I, something, you tell people about it? And I
1: make money? <laughs>
0: you make it on a book, I talk bad, and you make it happen. I like it. <laughs> Guess what? How I- much money do I make?
1: Guess what? I just drew a bunch of dicks on the page. We're gonna charge fifty bucks for it.
4: Not dicks, but boobs, Travis. Upon Soul. hearing this, dude, I mean that was my second
1: dog. book. That was gonna be my second oh, okay. book, the boobs. All right, the there's boobs, the dicks, the and then there's the boobs. <laughs> and then you put the two books together. It's like anamorphs, right? What? Shut up!
2: <laughs> I'm
4: trying to do podcast. Upon hearing this, Ted, the horn dog he was, made an adult picture book entitled "The Seven Lady Godivas." Ooh. The book followed around seven naked sisters as they adventure and discover the seven horsey truths. Doctor Seuss oh. was there Dr. a hole Seuss? in the middle of the
1: book? <laughs> Travis, I read
4: this book when I was a kid. Pump, drop in Godiva. This was, you, the, only, this the, was the only. This was the
1: only Doctor Seuss book I read as a kid.
4: You you read this one? Yeah.
1: Well, no, I looked at it. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> so No wow. hole in the book.
3: Oh, the big one's right up front, huh? Yeah, Thanks the big one's lot. name is Teenie.
0: Dude, she... They're trying to be supportive.
3: Yeah. Wow. She's pretty thick. She's a thick and uh,
1: Is so it these his mom? Or
4: Oh, you think that's Henrietta? Teenie's Henrietta?
5: Oh, who's oh, that guy? i surprised he the guy if
4: her bottom. name was Henrietta. That uh, the guy's their dad who's dead. Oh. So they're all sisters, naked sisters. And. The dad dies, and they go out and try and discover, like, the seven horsey truths. And the seven oh, horsey right. truths are dumb shit. Like, never look a gift horse in the mouth. You can leave a horse to water, but not make him drink. Dumb
1: shit like that. Uh,
4: this book is an explosive failure. Uh, Ted <laughs> Why
1: would this be an explosive failure? I'm saying this is because like, what, when is this? Wait, 30s? Uh, 40s.
0: 40s. What, what was nipple in German again? Uh be- brustwarsh because the, the the book should be called all, like lots of brustwarsh <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing it, would, it really would have sold
4: that's the thing to dance around the censors, he would draw the boob but no nipple <sighs> oh
0: that's and gross as, as like a
4: coy play on words he would illustrate foili- foliage bushes and not to obscure the pubic bushes so it was kind of like a funny. you can see it in the cover like ah like pubes are also called bushes this is like his very man child like Dirtiness that has like jokes. Like, All right, raveled, that, bad makes, jokes raveled
0: in. It makes sense why this failed because uh it has no direction. And what I mean by that is, um the nipple is the the north star of yeah. the mam. You need it. Yes, you can't sell anything without nipples. You got to follow your dipper. Yes, to
1: well, the nipple. Well, I mean, and we're also talking about bush. I want to see full on lip, dude. I want to. I want yeah. to. I want to <laughs> hit you with a fat lip, right? Like, in the song. It's a clean shot. Yeah, Trav's a sliz man. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking to find slugs. Dude, I mean, I'm just saying, instead of, like, putting a bush there, he could have just put, like, like a sweet-ass, like, like a cup with, like, a lip on the end. <laughs> just a, a collection Whoops. vessel. Of, I, you know, I'm trying yeah. to uh, do, get creative here, right?
0: Had Fleshlights been around back then, he could have covered up the, the, the natural vagina with... Uh, a man-made vagina.
1: <laughs> oh. You're supposed uh, to put that in hot water, by the way. I didn't know that. <laughs> Did you just find wait. that out? Yeah, I just found How's oh, no. dick look? Is it red? That's <laughs> gross, dude. Dude, I, it's okay? kind of like fucking a corpse, to be honest. How hot's the water going to be? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I would have enough to kill sperm, hopefully. Wait, there's uh, a, why, why
3: <laughs> does I don't it think matter if it's dead? I don't think there's a risk of impregnating your own dick. <laughs> <is there>? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. <gasps> Oh, uh, this is who has ever wanted to see any of Dr. Seuss's drawings naked? <laughs> Absolutely no one. That is he, the market for He He would book. make
4: more of this shit later. We're, we're <sighs> I, I have him, we're gonna look at him. Right, what Dick, a but, sicko. Right, Dick,
1: like it's, it's we're talking about like, what is it, the rule thirty four or whatever? Everything that Yeah. yeah. The, but no one said I want to see the Lorax fucking blowing cat in the hat, right? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go there right now and see if that exists. <laughs> look it up.
0: Well, you, you know, a week after this airs, it'll exist. Are, uh, so, are we entering territory of like Rule Thirty Five or something, where if there's pornography of it, there's going to be a children's book of it? Oh, that's <laughs> an interesting and horrible. Uh, yeah, that's terrible.
3: Lorax porn exists. I'm looking at it right now. This is a uh, Lorax. Yeah, it looks. Oh, <laughs> it looks like the Lorax is banging Dr. Seuss's mom in this one. <laughs> hey. Oh, <no. laughs> This bitch is definitely named Henrietta or Helga. I would also take <laughs> Olga, Gertrude.
2: Some sicko drew that shit too. <laughs> Some madman yep. behind it. might that just shit. be. A, it <laughs>
3: might... <laughs> one of the Lorax spanking a uh, guy. I hey. guess it is. Drop in the oh. chat. I got to see this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He, I'm he just imagining the Lorax
4: is voiced by DeVito too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You've been a bad boy, Jolly. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna drag it in here. Let's see. So.
4: The Seven Lady Godiva is is like a weird failure because it's not it, it's too dirty for the average viewer that was expecting something out of Dr. Seuss and it wasn't pervy enough for the people that actually wanted to see some nipple. Like it's well, like this is weird. What's I
0: the point? simply I simply can't get off to this. Yeah. I'm returning no. this book.
1: Dude, I'm all about <laughs> the nipple. That's it? like my 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 eyes go straight to the nipple when and that makes my dick hard, right? You know? Yeah, same for all of us. I mean that's Sorry. why when you when you pick up porn in, in like a store or whatever. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh
4: Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> no, so no, no. if you're at home we just saw the Lorax spanking a
1: Dude.
2: Uh, a nice lady. Oh he's crying too. Is he no, crying? that's a guy. There's oh. a dick. Oh yeah, right look there. at that dick. Wait, there's a dick?
1: <laughs> <Jesus>. Oh shit.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: Wow.
2: wow. Good colors.
4: God bless the internet,
0: <laughs> Mike. I like how you complimented the palette. Yeah, the color palette before anything. <laughs> it looks good.
3: Wow, nice colors.
5: <laughs>
3: it really just pops. It's beautiful. Wouldn't the spank? And the kids. Cr- I mean, the well, I, the the boys. The man is crying, but wouldn't the Lorax's spanks be very soft because he has those soft hands? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it hands? must feel like butter. You think, Unless
0: he's made yeah. out of like insulation, you know? Like ah, <laughs> oh. cut it just.
3: No, it that's just a ah.
1: that's a pink that's a pink <laughs> that's, that's, that's a pink Panther which i i never oh. understood why the pink panther is a mascot of, of of like insulation asbestos <laughs> oh he he's actually the mascot there was some kind of lapse
0: in his copyright oh yeah really? um yeah so there's like there's like a dozen different companies that legally use the pink panther oh really as their uh mascot <laughs> and silly. an insulation company being one of them gotcha so, That's pretty cool. A little random fact I know from having a dad as a a contractor, you know? (laughs) Gotcha.
4: The seven lady Godiva's monumentally tanked for all sorts of reasons, but it seems like the aim of the book was never to be successful or make money. Let me explain. On the back page of the book, there's a busy illustration of the titular Godiva's family tree. In Susian fashion, it's an illustration of an actual tree with sprawling, gnar- gnarled branches, and there's a deluge of absurdities strewn about the foliage. Foliage. Fuck that word. Eh. Leaves. <laughs> Stupid leaves. Uh, <laughs> Travis Post Sap. I'm
1: sap. Sonic.
4: Easily missable is a tiny bucket collecting the internal fluids from the tree. The collection bucket is labeled Bennett Surf. That's a long word for cum. <laughs> Bennett Surf is his publisher. So, what we have wow. here is Dr. Seuss publicly calling his own publisher a sap for greenlighting this book.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an wow. asshole!
1: <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs>
1: wow! That's, that's so, not even a strong stream. That's just a drip. It's a, a dribbler. dribbler. Yeah. <laughs> you got nothing and I'm taking more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why would he do
0: this?
4: Seuss wanted to see if Bennett Surf meant what he said in that I will publish anything you write.
5: <coughs> okay, oh, so
4: this is like a Spurgy test he did for Bennett Surf. He's like, you'll publish anything I write? How about I do up a book about women that don't have nipples and they're trying to find truths out about horses? And Bennett Surf was just like, oh, fuck, I gotta <laughs> sure, do man. what this guy said.
3: Yeah, that's it, buddy. You want to waste uh, whatever of your life on this? Okay, <laughs> yeah. There you go. You got it. Enjoy your marriage. <laughs> Kudos all around. He's a denizen of spurgatory.
4: 1940s rolls around. Dr. Seuss does something he has never done before. He writes a children, children's book with a dash of moral fiber. Horton hatches the egg. Horton, the gullible elephant, is convinced to warm the egg of a deadbeat mother through 51 grueling weeks of trials and tests. Horton finally fucking hatches the egg and a dumb elephant bird comes out. And I guess Horton has to take care of that now.
1: Oh, oh, that's unfortunate.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, right. is, is, is him sitting on the egg just like uh, the waiting period where they need to approve your adoption papers? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That, like I'm just getting one. Let's see what comes out. Boom! Let's, Elephant. Let's see bird. what kind of crazy Russian
1: is going to burn down my house. Horton has this birth is... in the McDonald's bathroom.
0: Ooh.
4: Contemporary. <laughs> oh, contemporary! God. <laughs> So more than a reproductive biology lesson, this was a lesson in deter- determination, perseverance, and faith. It was a big hit. It had illustrations, rhymes, everything, and it even had a dash of that wholesome moral fiber that the parents actually like. Now, this is the last book Seuss would write for seven whole years because the highly anticipated sequel to World War I was about to come out. Oh, cool. Oh. World War II. War. You know Woo. it. You love it. Back to back champs. <laughs> <laughs> back to the back champs indeed, yeah, Mike <laughs> now, because of this war, Ted starts doing fucking political cartoons, yay, a children's author doing commentary on world politics, beautiful, uh oh. Travis, can you sprinkle
3: in hang quarter, and sneer, sure thing so so subtle, political <laughs> <laughs> cartoons, yeah, too. they're just I- so, and uh, that's where oh, I, know, I get my news,
0: I get my news from stick stickly. <laughs>
1: And uh, I mean wasn't we well know, a lot of people were doing Disney was doing this shit too, right? Yeah, Disney uh, was doing <laughs> that shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Soy. Uh, huh.
2: Whose Little, face
3: is that supposed to be with the sneer on it? Anyone specific
4: or probably Tojo. If not oh. Tojo, the average depiction of what he thought a Japanese guy looked like. I see.
1: Wow. Yeah. I like the well, I don't like it. <laughs> but uh the I the, love the, it. I like the Jews it. hanging from a tree. That's that's very over the top.
4: It's so on the fucking nose. And it like it literally says Jew on each body. Like he didn't know how to Oh
3: my Whoa. god.
4: He didn't know how to it's... fucking portray a Jew.
0: Star of David. I mean the Jew he's, uh, he's, yeah, A big easy. nose. The
3: Germans knew how to brand him easier. <laughs> Did this have anything around it? Was it like, a title? Like, I, I don't like this or something like that? Or was this yeah, just a drawing? Yeah, it was pretty
4: much him. He was Warhawk. Dr. Seuss was Warhawk. Uh, oh, yeah, fucking that's right. Fucking states were trying to, like, do this uh, laissez-faire thing where they just like, stay out of it, let, let, let Europe fight its own war. But Dr. Seuss was just like, we gotta get in there. Some fucked up shit's happening. And he uh, does this by, you know, these glorious... Uh, little racist uh, political cartoons we have here.
5: Hell, and he also, wow.
4: and he does this because he's a little guilty over his German blood. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, fuck, my people, or not, you know, oh, the yeah. people I come from it's are the, like, um, fucking everything up.
0: It's the uh, late 1930s
1: uh, version of white guilt, which is Kraut guilt. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Hellman's, the best mayonnaise <laughs> to rub on your nipples. <laughs> I noticed, is that a jar of it in your background? Oh, yeah, no, well, it's, it's best food. Me and Dick are on the West Coast, so Hellman's, fuck that shit. It's best. <laughs> okay,
5: best yeah, for your gotcha. nipples. All
1: right, I uh, don't know why um, hanging Jews made you
0: think of that, but uh, here we are. <laughs> All right. Very good, sir. Uh,
1: <laughs> you were the one Ted that brought up my have I have mayonnaise back there. I don't know, Tom. I didn't bring up anything. That was All me. right, Cody. I'm not even talking to you. <laughs>
5: uh
4: Uh, Ted would not enlist in the armies or armed forces, but he would boost morale, cheerlead, and
3: educate via Hollywood media. Oh, what a hero. Yeah. What a fucking hero. Talking about, where did our, since when did we swap our ego for an ostrich? Uh, Somebody else go, (laughs) somebody else's ego can go fight, though. Yeah. What a pussy. So Ted
4: moved to L.A. to aid the war front. Makes perfect sense. Uh, Turns out the army was commissioning some art nerds to develop uh, a method of education for the more smooth-brained GIs that were in the army. Because when you do a draft, you can't pick and choose. You got to take the whole dumb lump of them. Right. Not saying all of our servicemen are dumb, but you you get the bottom
0: of the barrel when you ask for it all. There's no guarantee they can tie a combat boot. Uh, And they don't make them in Velcro. Uh,
1: So wait, so uh, you pull this pin and you stick the pineapple in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which that's, way that's do you the point the, that's the Freshness pin. <laughs>
0: freshness pin. I mean, I mean. To be fair, it makes sense. You need to train people how to do shit. Yes. Have you ever picked up a grenade before? Yeah. No. They're heavy. No. When you pull yeah. the pin, you panic. I have um, yes. a buddy of mine, a few years older than me. He was a, uh, a drill sergeant in Greece. Oh. And um, he was he was a guy who showed you how to throw grenades. That that was his only job, and, Fucking be, manly. and he told me he's just like you'd be surprised. Like it's it's like holding it's like holding a brick, but right. like once a day when they're bringing in these new people, someone would just throw it straight up in the air, <laughs> <laughs> like stymie, oh <my> like, <laughs> like stymie for the little rascals with the eggs on his head. So I use these shit. studs, and it's just like yeah, that that happens. So yeah, the most basic things need to be taught to these GIs. Yes. <laughs> And
4: to educate these smooth-brain GIs, uh, Ted collaborated with Chuck Jones. You may recognize that name as the father of Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool.
4: And together they made a cartoon called Private Snafu. Private Snafu is the well-meaning but idiotic soldier. Snafu would be the bad example to avoid. The cartoons uh, comedically preached, keep your guns clean... Keep your powder dry. I guess it would be just be cartridges at this point in time. Uh, Use your bug repellent and netting. Waste not, thine rations, and avoid spilling the beans to big-titted European women. They might be Mm. a Nazi spy.
1: That's kind of hard. The last one is hard. Yeah, hard to resist. Hard to resist. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you can't teach that. No, you can't
4: unless you have a cartoon, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, you get shore
1: leave, and you just you're looking to spill your beans. Yeah. (laughs) Start speaking a different language, you're all crazy. That's why, like, dang, after World War dang, II, bro. there were a lot more children named Brad in in, uh, in Europe. Oh. <laughs> that's disgusting. I see. That's a
0: disgusting joke about groceries. <laughs> and I won't stand it.
4: Uh, to voice Private Snafu was none other than Mel Blank. And Mel literally used the Bugs Bunny voice to voice Private Snafu. So it was this very awkward, weird crossing of world. It sounded... Exactly like the beloved Waskily Wabbit, but it was entirely human in appearance. The art and animation moved similar to Merry Melodies, but Private Snafu was constantly speaking in Susian rhyme. So it's just wow. like, whoa, it, it was a trip for me to see it because it was just like, that's not how anything's supposed to go. <laughs> uh, it, it was weird. Uh, Travis, can you drop in uh,
1: Boobs, Mermaid, Spy, and Geisha? All right, let me just pull my pants down a little bit. 'Cause we're talking about yeah, boobs right ready. now, right? <laughs> <laughs> all a little right. bit. So uh, cut it's my 1940s.
4: video. All right, here you go. <laughs> so there's Private Snafu getting into all
1: his fucking hijinks. Uh Ooh, it's nineteen forties. Yeah, right? That why does the does the yeah. boobs picture look like that's a blow up doll though? Was that
4: actually a blow up doll? Because it's, it's it's a it's a booby trap that a German made that's actually a bomb that looks like a woman
0: and uh, it's like this. That's whole, pretty smart. Like Them tits look like eggs. I love eggs.
4: Yeah.
3: Did that happen often where beautiful women were seducing soldiers to get information out of them? It was enough of a concern where the army actually paid fucking Chuck Jones and Ted to fucking warn about it. (laughs) It sounds like a recruitment technique. Like when every time the uh, Cialis says, uh, consult your doctor if your erection lasts for longer than four hours. They're yeah. saying, Abe, guys, erection's going to last for four hours. Think about <laughs> that. Yeah. Like, oh, you got to watch out for all these slutty, big-titted European women who are going to do anything they can to get information <clears throat> out of you. You guys really have to watch out for Careful. that when you're fighting war. <laughs> Sign me up for that war. What were we saying about the rest of the big tits? <laughs> <laughs> there
4: you go. You cracked the code there. <laughs> so, as you can see, super racist depictions of the Axis powers, explicitly the Japanese. They're drawn as <laughs> knee high, glasses wearing, buck toothed rascals.
5: And, like, he's Crammed actually, that, that one
4: picture actually has him fitting inside not a phone booth, but an actual phone. <laughs> like, just eavesdropping, snafu's conversation.
0: And he's still wearing a tie. <laughs> yeah. He's all dressed
3: up for his day at work. Gotta be fucking hot. Dude,
0: that was a tiny tie. Well, I mean, t- to be fair. Japanese people are shorter than us Americans.
3: Yes, so
0: that's true. I mean, I, I've always looked at boxes that are like four or five feet high. I'm like, could
3: be someone in there. There <laughs> 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 could be a Japanese Terrific. in there. I don't know. Uh,
4: aside from these goofy cartoons, Ted also wrote a hardcore, non-animated propaganda film. It painted Germans as a mentally diseased people that needed a heavy-handed intervention and constant supervision before being allowed to come back to... Uh, the global table as a respected nation. Very, very, very serious. It used racism to dehumanize German people, and the
0: script, entirely written by Dr. Seuss. Didn't rhyme. Look how much these nerds Mm. like mustard. Isn't that bizarre? (laughs) Watch out, everyone. They're gonna ask you if you have any Jewish neighbors.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You say no. Uh, Spoilers, the Allies win the Second World War. Dude, really? And not, yeah. It's weird.
1: Damn it! Is that coming? I didn't see and the new Mandalorian, but I uh, assume, <laughs> I assume you're that getting, the German stormtroopers would have won. You're getting you getting something confused there. Uh,
4: not surprisingly, the need for nationalistic propaganda plummets. However, Seuss, uh hooked on Hollywood lifestyle, while producing private snafu, uh, tried his hand at screenwriting, and Hollywood producers. Did their usual thing and mangled any script he would try and pass off and shop around.
2: And Why
0: is everyone speaking in rhymes here? <laughs> this word doesn't exist. That's not what you call a
1: clock. Uh, There's a walk in his pocket. It's a two armed man that's spinning around. What? That's a clock. Two armed man spinning oh, around. Okay. See what I did there? I'm oh, Dr. Seuss. Like Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. It's a got face,
0: two dervish arms. of bullshit.
4: Uh, This fucky, demoralizing process forced Seuss into another seven-year hiatus of just nothing. So, thank you, Hollywood. After these seven years, he gets back into it with a kid's book entitled McGilligot's Pool. It's about a boy dreaming up obscure, fishy creatures that might live in his local pond. Think of it as the predecessor of one fish, two fish, red fish, a blue fish.
0: What about Lady in the Water? I don't think did Dr. he write that? did that one. No, Did he write no, that? No, he, uh, he didn't write that one. That's the M. Night
3: Shyamalan, twi- Shyamalan twist. He did no. write that That's it. <laughs> that, that's,
0: that's, the... <laughs> that's
3: the movie. Yeah, That's the end of the movie. And actually, this wasn't written by M. Night Shyamalan at all. Right. It was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> the twist is in the credits. Wow. It's very straightforward. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, oops.
1: oops. Oops, I said something. Oops, guess what? Run away from the wind. It's going to get you.
4: Oh, yeah. The Happening. Uh, This is the first watercolor picture book ever done by Dr. Seuss, so we're getting closer to the Dr. Dr. Seuss style we all know and love today. Uh, 1947, Ted and wife buy a tower on top of Mount Soledad that overlooked La Jolla. Dick, do you know anything about this neck of the woods?
3: Yeah, actually, um, this is all I knew about Dr. Seuss is that It's so annoying to talk to people from San Diego because they will try to figure out how to tell you that Dr. Seuss lived in San Diego. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They're obsessed with him. Any kind of Seussian memorabilia they got, they'll point it out to you (laughs) because they have nothing else except for the Padres. (laughs) Um,
4: This is the pen cap he picked his teeth
3: with. Yeah. I do. La Jolla is a really nice area. Probably was nice back then, too.
4: We got Dr. Seuss on top of a tower on top of a hill like some kind of fucked up evil scientist supervillain move. Weird flex, but okay. Ted and his wife Helen begin building their dream home incorporating the tower into uh abstract architecture and fucking exotically shaped
1: like Someone you say so he's like he's making it look like a When book. you say abstract architecture, you just mean just not good architecture. No. No like, no, like, shit wasn't at 90 degrees. Like, kind this of, shit like, is on a hill. Walls. Like, there's erosion going on in California and shit. Like, that's going to fall off the cliff. might burst
4: into fire. Yeah,
1: or go on fire. Yeah. That's uh, well, fine, because the whole city can watch you fuck on the couch.
4: <laughs> yeah, they just point their telescopes up into the tower. Uh, oh,
0: my God. Night- look at that, that, that dick with knuckles. It must be Dr. Seuss.
4: Oh, God. <laughs> Ted would burn the midnight oil on vodka and stogies, and at this point, it was his, it was his job to have far-fetched, crazy, fucking thoughts that he could transmute into profitable children's books. Uh, Helen, the wife, was Ted's like anchor. Like he would be off the rails, manic or depressive, if she wasn't there. Like he would throw out years years worth of fucking writing just because he didn't like it one day. Really? And she would be the one to go into the trash and, like, safe keep it for a while in case he changes his mind back. So, like, it, she's his, like, social autism bodyguard.
0: I mean, we've mm. all seen his writing. It's just bits of Post-it notes <laughs> that you come up with while you're taking a shit or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh... Yeah. It's not exactly Charles Dickens that she's saving. <laughs>
1: uh the squizzle just came out of the quaggle and the quaggle (laughs) is now uh, the best boy in the world the (laughs) The end end. your kids will read this (laughs) I wrote it on the toilet
4: (laughs) so Ted dives deep into the world of writing children's book he pumps out one a year and they're okay they're great they encourage kids to think outside the box An interesting book was called On Beyond the Zebra and this book entertained the idea of post-Z alphabetical letters like yuz, snee, and fuddle. Taught kids to laterally think, but it also embarrassed them to fucking high hell when they were corrected by their teacher in front of sneering classmates. So I'm just like...
1: Dude, I learned that snuzzle was actually a letter, teacher. You're wrong. Yeah. I feel like I,
4: I was one of those kids, which is like... I heard there was more. And she was like...
3: Nope. Z's the end, you little tard. 151 <laughs> Pokemon. All the other ones are fake. Did you guys hear... Are you old enough to have heard that you fight somebody after Mike Tyson? Oh, in that yeah. Game? You fight a robot? Well, punch yeah. out boy. Are you Shadow? <laughs> yeah. yeah Muhammad Ali. I, well, I think
1: I think oh, really? closer to our generation, no. we had like in the original Smash, Smash Brothers it was like, dude, you can unlock Sonic if you leave your fucking GameCube on. Like s- thirty-two two. hours. <laughs> yeah, until the solder melts, right? <laughs> Leave it in the sun.
0: It worked too. <sighs> I hate. I. I don't know. Like, it's fine. Whatever. It's children's book. I. I shouldn't get upset. I shouldn't. Yeah. But I just am.
1: remember pogs. You just slam some shit on the ground, break your friend's nose because they stole all your pogs. The end. That's how it works. That's bits of cardboard that I worked for. <laughs> My dad worked hard for that cardboard. <laughs> this one's got uh, Patrick Ewing on it. I would not. <laughs> oh. Yo, actually, speaking of pogs, I don't know if I brought
0: this up on the podcast before, but my dad bought me uh, pogs of the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> <laughs> when that was going on. Ooh, yeah, because they were huge at the same something. time. And yeah. it was, like, in a sheet, and it was the whole courtroom, like, <laughs> with the courtroom <laughs> sketches, and I was like, What's
3: a Pog? This is fucking amazing. Oh
2: Who is that for? I do what you guys are talking
3: about. I don't know, but my dad we bought all bought it. them. Everyone had that Pog set. The guilty and not guilty ones. The, uh, yes, The exactly. OJ Beanie Baby. They went babies. two ways.
1: OJ Beanie Baby that's like, this one's crying because it's... <laughs> Whoa. Because he just
0: decapitated <coughs> his wife because feelings. <laughs>
4: Mike, what was that shameful question I just heard you ask?
2: Uh, what's Pog? Oof. Uh. <laughs> All right. you know well it, it started anything. in hawaii uh, oh oh shit
0: yeah cody explain it cody lives in hawaii cody. by the way if you didn't know yeah. he's out he's out uh, that's why it's so sunny in that room he's in oh, ah yeah,
4: you can see in the uh pogs mike are fucking little cardboard uh tops that came on a drink passion fruit orange and guava Pog, and you take that fucking cardboard little shit and stack it up and you'd spike a fucking metal slammer on it, and it would be an entire game of what was face up, what was face down. Think of it as cardboard marbles. So
0: It was something that the Hawaiian people had, and then the white people took it just like quinoa okay. and then spread it around to their children yeah, and said this was a good idea. Meets. Or the lion, the Matata or or the lion like king. It's, yeah. it's a good time. It really is. I missed out. Yeah, you fucked up.
4: You fucked up being born too late.
0: (laughs) All right, more of uh, Ted, please. Uh,
4: Ted tried again to expand, and on his own, he would take a jab at Hollywood production again, this time in the director's seat. Uh, His first movie was entitled The 5,000 Fingers of Dr. T. And no, Dr. T was not a proctologist, but an evil piano teacher that captured children and made them play against the the children's will. I was just like, oh no how terribly predictable you're thinking like a kid and uh, oh, you can you can imagine it was garbage but hollywood also like tried to crowbar their fucking horse shit ideas into it like his backers wanted a love interest because like that was the fucking hollywood formula
1: <laughs> at
0: the time there's 88 keys here and i'm very tiny i can't reach all these keys
1: how many fingers can i fit in Jesus Christ. (laughs)
4: All right. And the the film featured abstract Susie in backgrounds, ornate costumes, a dash of interpreted interpretive dance, and a musical score. It felt like it was put together by a reject grade school music teacher. Hamilton. Was bad.
0: Was very bad. Oh yeah, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Hamilton? Yeah, straight up. Dude, he was a reject he was a reject school teacher. Oh yeah, (laughs) I guess so. And now we have we have Broadway. Make anything nice.
1: Yeah.
4: This production was a royally expensive fuck-up. Ted regarded the figurative flaming wreckage of the movie as the biggest failure of his career. And he learned films were never his bag. And he stated, Hollywood is not suited for me, and I am not suited for it.
3: Can't make movies. He's got a lot of cope posts. Not suited for him. Like, yeah, your movie sucks, man. It sucks because y- you don't know how to do it. It's not Hollywood. <laughs> What was the other one too? The um, it w- he, it wasn't meant to be a success. That oh, was the, the other one seven ones?
4: Lady Godivas. Yeah, yeah. I
3: don't I don't know if I buy that. You book bombed. Of course, that was my plan all along. <laughs> if really? only you put your name. If on? only had
1: I drawn nipples, it would have been right at the top. Maybe
3: <laughs> actually, uh,
0: it's a bit of an Easter egg. If you draw your own nipples, <laughs> you could sell oh. this book to.
3: <laughs> Comes with stickers, nipple stickers.
0: I guess society's not ready for my intelligence and my, my mysteries that I'm putting upon them. Ah,
4: Draw your own nipples. He's too highbrow. All right. May 1954. Wife Helen is diagnosed with something called Guillain barr syndrome. And I want you to think of this disease as Polio Jr. It's a oh. uh, spreading paralysis that starts at the feet.
0: Oh, uh, so instead of polio where the whole leg doesn't work, it's just the ankles?
4: It's the ankles, but it goes, it creeps up. It goes, no, no, no. It, oh, it, starts it works slow. towards your neck.
2: Yeah, it's slow.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. it terrible. Yeah, that'd so, be smooth brained. Yeah, right. We even there know what's happening. Go. <laughs> Guess what, honey? Uh, I am have a foot fetish. I don't love you no more. Oh, <laughs> no. Is that where started? That's where, started? That's where we're going.
4: Well, taran- Tarantinoism. At the very worst of it, Helen had to be squeegeed up and shoveled into an iron lung. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Oh. Squeegeed? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shovelled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I mean that's what I'm imagining. If she's like all
0: loosey goosey on the yeah. floor, you see this ridiculous house we built. We didn't think elevator.
4: <laughs> nope, wasn't in the
1: budget. Uh, go, go Maybe left, the go left past the stairs, and then go up to the bathroom, moon, and then throw her off the back of me. I see what
4: you're doing.
0: Stars upon Dars, put a bunch of stars on that whole fucking iron lung. You could get
2: a lot of stickers on that thing.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> Tony Hawk's Boom Boom Huck Jam,
2: <laughs> Fox all Racing, over. <laughs> Monster Energy stickers. There, there you go. The,
0: all right, so so now she's diseased, and obviously he's not interested anymore. No. So, so what's happening?
4: Uh, a little bit of therapy. She does get a lot of her functionality back. She can breathe and walk and talk once again independently. But it's the kind of thing you never fully recover from. But I just the, the the moral or not the moral, the underlining thing here is Ted wasn't supportively there, be it physically or emotionally, and it it's mm. kind of the decline of the fucking uh Helen and Ted marriage that will see uh the grand disaster of So later. the
1: moral of the story, don't go in an iron lung. The end Yeah, stay out of there. Yeah. Just die outside. Die outside. It's <laughs> Die with your pride. Guess what? Lungs aren't supposed to be iron. They're supposed to be fucking goopy. And then, you know, (laughs) if you do that right, then you just win at life.
5: It
4: do what it do.
1: Oh, now I know. Good job, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) So,
4: America is about to have some fucking serious literacy problems. And I want to set the stage with you you guys right now. Uh, Quick recap. World War II had ended. All the G.I.s come home just ready to fuck mm-hmm. and like some off the rails Ford assembly line they just fucking make baby after poorly assembled baby and when these festering accidents were old enough they're off to school and it's now the job of the anemic american public schooling system to pass this meteorite of a kidney stone that are baby boomers
1: okay boomer uh I had yeah to okay that. boomers sorry we Dude,
4: needed one.
0: You had to. Yeah. It's all right. I'll just... I'll fix it in post. <laughs> uh,
4: the student-to-teacher ratio explodes. And in response, when a wider net was cast for prospective teachers, you're naturally going to get an influx of crappy teachers. Some kids are going to fall through the, uh, the cracks. Also, the commercial popularization of the TV set severely hampered childhood literacy, like a shameful amount. Kids and parents that should have been reading to each other and to the kids would rather get lost in front of the good old boob tube.
0: No, I don't believe that for a fucking second. Because like, Okay. Okay, so you have these kids, and some of them don't want to read. Now, pre-TV, it was kids who just liked to hang out in a cornfield and, like, like pull carrots <laughs> out of the ground before they're ready to go, and then after it, it's like it's easier to just keep your hands clean and watch television. I think it's the same divide. It's just one's dirty, yeah, right. It's one guy that looks at okay, stones yeah. and names them, like yeah. And from a distance, and and from a distance, a dirty kid with a basket full of bullshit carrots and 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 onions and things like that looks way more honest than a clean kid.
1: That's just kind of sitting there with goop on his face because he's
0: eating a Gogurt yeah, or something. I don't know. Go gurt when did he's that happen?
1: watching Leave It to Beaver and eating a Swanson's dinner with his belly out. Like that's <laughs> that's the that's the model example of a child in the nineteen fifties. Uh, <laughs> right. Gotcha. So I don't know I don't know if I buy that one, but
0: I, I get where you're coming from, Cody.
4: Yeah. And on top of all this, uh, children books of the day are kind of in this dark age. It's fucking mind-numbing. You can remember some of the classics like, oh, see, spot, run, run, spot, run,
1: yada, yada, r- repetition so Dick, of the, asshole. the There's like the Dick.
3: Uh, Fun with Dick and yeah, Jane. Yeah, no, there's
1: like that famous one. Yeah. It's like Sally and Dick, the book.
3: Fuck. Jack and Jill?
1: Oh. No, I'm going <sighs> to look that. I'm going to look this shit up. There's one with Dick. I don't know. Keep talking, Cody. I'll find it.
4: Okay. Uh, an expose piece by Rudolph Flesh entitled "Why Johnny Can't Read" put the whole ugly issue into the American spotlight. <laughs> Rudolph Flesh,
0: Rudolph Flesh, what a piece! Of, what a work, man! Yeah, that Rudolph Flesh. Hi, my name is Rudolph Flesh, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you how to raise your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and Rudolph Flesh was
4: pretty much like, "Hey, this current batch of kids is really, really fucking dumb." Like, climbing down a ladder headfirst type of dumb. <laughs> and Ted, now in his 50s, sees his market diminish because, like, oh, shit, nah, fuckers can't read anymore. And he decides to challenge himself to write a book with no more than 225 words. He could use the same word more than once, but he needs a pool that's only 225 words deep.
0: No, 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 because this is the publisher going, hey, uh, why do you only have 225 words? And he goes, uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Is a challenge for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a bathtub I could use? Got <laughs> some stuff.
4: Uh, after must, much frustration and writer's block, Seuss was just like, fuck it, and decided to pair the first two rhyming words of his 225 pool. <laughs> that... <laughs> 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 I'll be I'm drunk. Just keep reading. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, while Travis is being,
2: Seuss oh rhymes
4: the first two words that, Seuss uses the first two words that rhyme. And bada bing, bada boom, Cat in the Hat is born.
2: Ooh.
0: There you go. All right. What year is this and, now? This is 1950s something? Uh, this
4: is, yes, I think so. Okay. Oh, shit. Cat in the Hat is born. And it it's a nice book. It's a simple book. It takes him an entire fucking
0: year to write. Ugh! Yeah. A book that takes... <laughs> <laughs> it takes
2: eight minutes to read it. Well, that's why it's so yes.
0: good. Mike. It's got that smooth brain approach.
4: You're work into it. Seuss's process was write, refine, refine, burn it all down. Write, refine, refine, burn it all down. Keep going until it's good. And there's perfection, and then there's whatever Ted fucking had. Ted once infamously told author Stan Bernstein, you know, the Bernstein Bears, everything stinks until it's finished. So it's like that type of okay. Do it, do it again, but better. What a piece of work! Uh, to paint a picture of this type of rampant perfectionism, Seuss would eventually reject down the road authors Raul Dahl and Truman Capote when they tried writing a Cat in the Hat book themselves. So just like really, yeah, he was just like, "You guys suck. You can't write my. I books. found the.
0: You can't rhyme like me. This like that just feels like Little Wayne telling uh telling, like Doom or Aesop Rock that they can't rap." <laughs> Yeah, you got you can't rap. You don't even know what cats is.
1: Y'all don't even level. know what
0: hats is.
1: <laughs> Who know? I found that book about dicks. So in my research, while <laughs> oh, I was touching my dick, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Dick and Jane, that
4: yeah. Inspiration came.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how
4: the fifties oh. did it. They were like, those were very white bread books that had a lot of repetition and it was mindless. All right, morally rich and all that awful stuff. So Ted counters breaks the mold and integrates rhymes and varies up the, the part of speech. So he writes this horror story of a man-cat breaking in and entering a house with unsupervised children inside. The man-cat proceeds to invite its two gimp friends that are kept in a crate, and that threesome just wrecks the shit up of the house. You know how the cat in the hat goes. So the repetition wasn't spot on, and it varied it up. So instead of C spot, run... Run spot run. You'd get the sun is not sunny, but we can have lots of fun. That is funny. So you would put a little funk on uh, it.
1: Like I mean, bastard. I got. It. Wait, which came, which oh. came first, the hat from Cat in the Hat, or like the hat that you'd get at the Jersey Shore when you were like fucked up as a child? <laughs> <laughs> like, because that was popular what? a little bit, like the late '90s when I was like used to sneak beer. From, like, I don't know, some fucking, I don't know, some fucking bar at Jersey Shore. So that, I'm right. sorry, I don't
4: understand your question.
0: So the the stupid hat that was in that. Right. Uh, yeah.
4: Did it exist before that
0: in a vacuum? Is that it's the question? A, um, Cody, it's a non-question. <laughs> okay. It's just
1: Travis being uh, retarded. Uh, don't worry about it, man. I'm, uh,
3: yeah, I'm not, but oh, don't worry about it. To be fair, he I we to have believe several that somebody hats, with a top he, hat did not color their hat like that at some point in history? The top hat goes pretty I far back. I would think so.
1: Uh, look at Boss Tweed; he <laughs> used to wear the top cat in a hat hat all the time, and he'd be sitting there on the toilet thinking, "Wow, why does my hat look so stupid?"
4: <laughs> Just in the, looking
1: in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Cody, you—you you were right. the first bathroom I went into. Not you as a person. But like your house was the first bathroom where I could piss and look at my dick. That's weird. Yeah, the mirror went too low behind That's the toilet. weird. I didn't like that either. No, I liked but. it.
2: Okay. I like when houses have that actually. Too. Really? So I don't have that in my house. Yeah. Well, let's get some more on this uh, <laughs> Ted guy. What do you say,
4: boys? Uh, the Cat in the Hat was a huge success. It sold a million copies in three years at a buck ninety-five a pop. Ooh. So it was cheap. It's cheap for the kiddies. Okay. And Back then, it was kind of expensive. Yeah. for a kid's book, yeah, I guess, but ninety-five for a decent story. And from that success, an entire line of beginner books sprang out of it, where Ted was asked, and you know, you, you know him, Green Eggs and Ham, all that good stuff. Uh, when Ted was asked how he achieved his success, he was just like, I think like a kid. That was the only way he knew how to think. <laughs> well, so, like, this is why he's making bank, because he isn't inside kid writing for actual kids
0: yeah because he can articulate well um you see i have undiagnosed autism <laughs> yes. too. <laughs> he's, a, he's a top artist and this
4: newfound no, notoriety was a double-edged sword uh it got dr seuss noticed but he was an introvert and he was noticed and this is where we can see he cringes at all his photo ops and his school classroom appearances Oh shit oh wow. shit oh
0: shit oh shit, oh shit just read about the cat. Bye.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He used to get weekly fan mail in the quadruple digits. He probably regretted giving all these glue guzzling kids the gift of literacy. Dear Dr. Seuss, I used to have a cat, but he got run over. Happy birthday. (laughs) Love, Sarah.
1: (laughs) That was one of the notes he got.
4: That is a verbatim (laughs) note
1: that Dr. Seuss got for his birthday. I kept the cat inside of a shoebox and called him George after (laughs) he was dead. Oh, my. Uh,
4: Dr. Seuss, actually spending a little quality time with his target demographic, realized, hey, these kids are actually pretty stupid. Stupider than a 225-word vocabulary, so he dipped his next goal to a 50-word vocabulary. And that's where we get green eggs and ham. Yes, there's only 50 unique words in that entire book. And it even sprinkled in a simple... Uh, moral of open-mindedness. So maybe you should try some of those pot brownies before you tell your drug dealer weed I feed to get fucking lost.
0: It's uh, a good moral. I don't know. Suited.
1: I see what you did there. I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with you. I have a problem with. Just continue. Uh, guess I what? Know. I just found these clam strips on the side of the road. Should <laughs> I eat them? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it open mind. Open mind. Yeah.
4: In a box with a fox uh he'd start working on his dr seuss approach even more he would it would it's the it's the school of keep it simple stupid he would write the he would style the rhyming words the same way he would have the action payoff be on the right with the anticipation on the left so the dumb kids didn't forget to turn the page after they uh read uh the content
2: i have a question yeah, good. Where where did he come up with Green Eggs and Ham? Was there like something that, like inspired him to write that, or is that just like random bullshit he was just thinking of? Probably a sale uh, on green ink. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. I like that.
4: <laughs> it was he just had he gave himself a fifty word handicap and he had to use the simplest words. And I guess that's oh,
1: okay. Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> most most okay. rappers nowadays they use a fifty word handicap, <laughs> yeah. but they're nice oh. though. They're yeah. extremely yeah. nice. Pussy ass, dick. No dick. We have good gay. flow. Uh,
4: <laughs> so, though Dr. Seuss is up to his vast deference in writing children's book, he was a little bit of a horn dog himself, and we talked about the Seven Lady Godivas. And he mm-hmm. would also do uh, some nude illustrations and artwork. Travis, can you put trap in the? Oh, what am I putting chat? in the chat? Oh, what's right that going to be about? <clears throat> You're putting Dr. Seuss's commentary on women. Does Skype have Are incognito mode? You ready?
1: There's gonna be some dicks in this. Sorry, no. there's no dicks.
4: But that's pretty much what he thought of women <laughs> in general. <laughs>
5: so, for the people at home
4: that can't see, it's pretty much a giant suicidal mouse trap that has a hammerhead instead of a choke bar, about to crush a uh, a baited uh, gentleman. Trying to get he, at a naked he put movie. he put that nipples on her or one nipple. He, there's nipples in this one. He
3: did. They're yeah. little dots. Yeah,
4: he fr- he remembered them. And uh, Travis, can you drop in myopic sure woman? Thing. And this is kind of an official art piece he did. Again, there's a visual
3: joke here. Why is the woman on fire in the other one? Is she? I, oh yeah, I she's, she's sitting, sitting on, on like, on like, like a of... like a cauldron. I think that's his, like him
4: making a. That's a Suusian cushion.
1: Oh. Okay. I think she's got, like, Rocky
0: Crotch. Fire Crotch. Is this supposed to be... Uh, is this other one with the uh, the cat as a vagina supposed to be a Twitch streamer of sorts? Uh,
4: get it. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, oh, fucking, what's her name? Alinity. Alinity, yeah. Uh,
0: this
4: is, this is Dr. Seuss just being like, oh, vagina's also called a pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Derp. Nice.
4: Oh, my gosh. And... He would, though not seriously, attempt to put some dirtiness into the children's books. Uh, Travis, if you can put in X page one and sure two. Uh, so this Dr. Seuss is getting, getting awful. Isn't weird
3: it? tits. And,
4: uh, you'll see. Uh, so there's a, there's a book called The ABCs of Dr. Seuss. And in the rough draft, he put in these two pages to kind of see if his editor <laughs> was fucking paying attention. Wow. Look at those so, tits. We're arms. Yeah. I don't know. Where are her organs? Yeah, you know, a little bird on her tit. So the type reads Big X, little X, XXX. Someday, kiddies, you will learn about sex. And it shows like a big tittied woman with makeup on that doesn't have any arms or any other features other than. I mean, makeup that's all you really need, though, right? <laughs> For Dr. Seuss, yeah. perhaps. And it. In the margins of this page, you know, that was provided in the rough draft for the ABCs of Dr. Seuss, it read, if Bob Bernstein sees any sales problems inherent in this concept, I won't object to substituting my alternative. So that was pretty much a test to see if his editor would catch a dirty dirty centerfold in his ABC book for children. Why is
0: he all about testing
2: his publisher? Just put yeah. the fucking book out of <laughs> yeah, right. like,
0: here, like, Why is a this
3: a thing for him?
2: Torturing the guy.
3: You got any stupid jokes <laughs> in this one, Ted? Oh, you'll have to, I guess you'll have to see. <laughs> God, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> yes.
4: yes. Oh, no. And here comes a big fucking tragedy in Ted's life. Uh, the wife, Helen, turns 69. Nice, but not really. Uh, Ted kind of got tired of her. They started sleeping in different rooms altogether. And mm. Ted started coveting his neighbor's wife. Literally,
1: she went by the name of Audrey Stone Diamond. It, wait, was his, was uh, his neighbor's wife a porn star? <laughs> <laughs> no, Audrey she Stone I was Diamond. Say an American
4: Gladiator. Audrey okay. Stone Diamond. Diamond doesn't have an All A in right. it, so it's like Dimond. Uh, I was going to say American Gladiator. No well,
0: mo- I I could assume most porn stars don't know how to spell either, as yeah. Dr. Seuss apparently takes most of his time spell checking. <laughs>
4: The thing is, Dr. Seuss, the Spurgey is, doesn't think anything about it. It's just like, yeah, I can have a wife and also get, like, arm candy from another woman. There's nothing wrong with this, right, guys? No one told him otherwise, and he just didn't see anything wrong with it. So, Travis, if you can put uh, adultery one, two, and three in.
2: Okay. I feel like that's what they did back then. They always, like, cheat on their wives and shit, and it was, like, kind of okay. Yes, yes, but you, you got to be subtle rug. about it. you
4: right. got to be subtle
2: about it, right, Mike? Like
4: your side bitch doesn't literally have to be at your side 24/7. So you hey, watch that show Mad
2: Men. They're always cheating on their wives and shit. Yeah, that's like, eh, whatever. But they're they're getting away with. Wait, it. Wait, which
1: of and these old
4: ladies are his wife? Uh, brunette is Helen. Blonde is uh, yeah, the one he's cheating on. Younger. And you can see in each of those pictures, he's closer or has his arms around or is facing towards Audrey, the blonde. And you can see his wife just there, kind of like
1: hey, hey, hey This is fine. I have cancer. She, she, doesn't, was, uh,
4: she has Guillain-Barre. Okay. So her feet are all floppy? <laughs> yeah, she
3: she's she's limping and uh stuttering probably. She got them duck feet. Yeah. Maybe that's why he doesn't want to lean on her cuz she's got those wiggly feet. This is ironic because I feel like
1: most of Dr. Seuss's characters have wiggly feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. You know, when you're 13 years old and you 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 draw
0: you draw your own cartoons and they have giant giant boobs, but then you know, when you're 17 and you see your first set of giant boobs and you don't know what to do with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a dog no. that finally <laughs> catches a car. and it's just like, what? Huh? Yeah, what do I do with it now? Uh, <laughs> do I pee on it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always wanted wobbly feet, but now that I have them, I've been thinking it over. <laughs> the year is 1967,
4: exactly one week before Halloween. Dr. Seuss's maid found Helen dead from a sleeping pill overdose in her separate
2: room. Oh, jeez. Oof.
3: And roast one first, we have a copy of the suicide note. Oh, Oh, boy. This is really kind of ruining Dr. Seuss for me, I gotta be honest. (laughs) And uh, with all due respect to Helen, uh,
4: dear Ted, dear Ted, what has happened to us? Loud in my ears from every side, I hear failure, failure, failure. I love you so much, I am too old and enmeshed in everything you do and are that I cannot conceive of life without you. My going will leave quite a rumor, but you can say I was overworked and overwrought. Your your reputation with your friends and fans will not be harmed. Sometimes, think of the fun we had through the years. Helen.
3: And then... What a passive-aggressive bitch. (laughs) Oh, God, fuck you, lady. Sometimes think of the fun we had together. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Oh. Wait, those were
4: mentos.
1: <laughs> oh.
3: Wow, Cody.
1: <laughs> so
4: little downer. But at the I'm same time, now. this was clearly meant for only Dr. Seuss's eyes because it mentions like the outside relationship with Did friends he and sue some, did he,
1: so so he just, it though? Like the oh, one no. one did he give that to a publisher's time. The second sis time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did he go to his publisher and was like, I got a new book. Actually, it's just a suicide note. Let's see if you pick it up. Let's see it if
4: you it, it fucking boggles me that I have this in front of me to read for all you. Oh, my this God. is clearly one and one, and I don't know if it was Dr. Sue's spurginess that let him share it to other people. Like, here, check out my wife's private last minutes of consciousness. <laughs> <It's laughs> Passive aggressive last minutes of consciousness. Yeah, that is and rough. The separate bedroom thing is huge because if they were actually sleeping together, Dr. Seuss could have fucking slapped the pills out of her hand
0: when she tried for it. Yeah, but no, but that's like Mark Wahlberg on the plane, you know, uh, the nine eleven plane. Yeah, if I was uh, in the room, you know, if we slept in the same room together, I would have not only would I have uh, unsuicided her, I would have taken her out to dinner oh. immediately after and made her feel healthier. We would have got tuna melt. So,
4: there you go. Helen Geisel punched her tickets to Greenland. Is it Greenland? It's Greenland. It's Greenland. Ted's close friends had to constantly dissuade him from burning the house down over the next few weeks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, stop it. Stop it, Ted. You didn't have, Those are not good friends. Good friends go, yeah, man, go for it. You're he wanted to be shot. in the house
4: while it burned down, though, as like a suicide thing, too.
0: Well, compromise. Burn it down. You got insurance, right?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be out here. We'll be in the pool. Write another one of burns.
3: your books with 50 words. Big bag boom. There you go. Another house. <laughs> insurance. The cat who shat. <laughs> the,
4: wifey, uh, the wifeless, clingy, denison of purgatory Tad was, he promptly married the bitch that he cheated on his late wife with. She was nearly
0: 20 years his junior. Wait, wh- how, how long-, long? I mean, he's he's like 60-something at this point.
1: That's fine. Yeah. How long was he spreading his... Uh- his one fish, two fish, three fish, blue fish into this lady.
4: I think it was like a, it was like a, a, a six year courtship. Oh, okay. uh, it wasn't. You know, it, wasn't like, when, was it wasn't like. It wasn't like. Bye, bitch. Oh shit. It it was soon. Okay. It was relatively soon after the death, where he's like, "I'm marrying you now because I'm an adult that needs." We that gotta needs do help. sperm sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And with his new wife, you can see she, uh, he changed. His wardrobe would be swankier. He beca- he started matching colors. He started color coding his fucking dress. He started combing his hair. So you can kind of see that he needed a woman to be in like the pilot seat for his appearance and outward uh, looks, eh. I guess. He a stylist. He he needed someone to tell him how to be a man and how to act in fucking I public mean, in, gee, in front of you people. Did he really, though? He did. Well, Do you Really? Who who do you who are you asking? I am asking me? Do you. I, need I don't know. Do you really though? <laughs> I n- no, I d I don't need someone to tell me how to how to how to use shirts and pants. Yeah, see, right. You could front. just
1: be like, Well, this part obviously goes in your legs, and this part obviously goes in your torso. Yeah. I'm done uh, for the day.
3: Gotcha. Game of, like Yeah, but he's gotta fit in. I, I, nah, right. yeah, until you find yourself wearing clothes that got ratty like three years ago. You're like, God, I wish someone would just buy me all new shirts. I <laughs> fucking hate these shirts. They yeah. look like shit. I mean,
1: back then, I guess you had to worry about one other thing, and that was your like fedora that everyone wore. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> yeah, trilby? But like, you know, maybe we have it easy. We have only two things we need to wear because you don't need to wear underwear. No. Nah. All right. It helps. There's, I mean, there's chafing yeah, Sometimes. But, like, uh,
4: 1975 comes around, and this signals a downturn of health for our beloved Dr. Seuss. Uh, he went nearly blind from medical complications. Uh, mm. however, well, fighting, well, wait, well, what, what, how? I don't, I, I don't know what it was.
0: I just like, you know, the probably cataracts. Of medical complications is very Probably funny. cataracts. So he should have snooped it. Oh, uh, well, yeah. his eyes don't work no more. Oops. Whatever. Can't draw no more his books. His eyes got... But you still yeah, rhyme, his right? Eyes... How's 25 words sound?
1: His eyes got real wavy and... Spoo- woo- woo.
0: <laughs> Where are those eyes going? And after
4: fighting for three years and a bunch of corrective surgeries, he gets his vision back. And just like a grateful kid, he reintroduces himself to the world of colors and shapes. His next book, entitled I Can Read With My Eyes Shut, was a dedication to his uh, himself. optical
0: surgeon. Definitely to himself. <laughs> Like, I yee. made it through, everybody. Maybe my <laughs> wife didn't, but I am stronger. I have a new wife. And
4: uh, at this time, the plus eighty-year-old Ted suffered a heart attack and a bout of tongue cancer, presumably Ooh. from his uh, chain-smoking days. In a ultra-childish attempt to quit smoking, he took all of his tobacco pipes and grew strawberries from them.
0: What? Hmm. Well, you could yeah. just throw them out.
4: Yeah, but this is Doctor Fucking Seuss, and he
0: right like oh grew strawberries. Have strawberries. I can't throw a it out. Giant attention I've, whore. I've been collecting my toenails for years now. I can't just throw away my pipes. They've been in my mouth.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's that's kinda yeah, like Ni- someone that's like, guess what? Check out these Nikes I bought. They were built by, you know, slaves. And now I'm gonna grow a flower out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Life, Life is, is great, wonderful. dude. I mean Guess what? I'm returning back to like everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're reborn. Oh, yeah. I
1: know that person. I know who you're talking about.
0: Anya, <laughs> return to innocence. I'm just returning. It's all going If anything's right now,
1: going wrong in your life, just say me. I'm returning. Guess what? I'm returning.
0: And they just don't do anything. Yeah, they regressing. don't do anything. And the, Yes. Gotcha. Th- and most of the people in your life will have no idea what you're talking about, but they'll be so polite that they'll go, I'm really happy for you. Very happy that you're returning.
4: <laughs> Perfect. Uh in 1984, this children's book author thought it'd be a great idea to use a kid book to give commentary on the Cold War. And we have the Butter Battle Book. It's a book depicting an arms race between people that butter the top side of their toast and another people that bottom that butter the bottom side of their toast. Yeah. And it's an escalating arms race that is stalemated when the two develop an egg bomb that could kill both sides. And the book just ends. On breakfast now.
0: Yeah, Well, that's and, an awful and, uh, book. It really there, is. There's
4: there's no there's no conclusion. It's just okay. They're about to wipe yeah, each other out. Where
0: does the come uh, in? It uh, oof. it. I don't think well, it comes in there. You know. The yeah, people have their failures. Well, you can <laughs> like, bring everyone back to life with an avocado bomb. Oh uh, yeah. You want, you you know what I'm talking about? It. Uh, I'm returning. Better I'm it. returning. Oh, you're returning okay. I'm oh, uh, Tom's, yes, Tom's. I'm work. returning. Tom's returning. Tom. Thank you. I'm. I, I, yeah, I, I just want to thank all of you for understanding that I am.: OK, if don't need you people anymore, but I love you. Perfect. Cody,' so believe. Uh,
4: he got hate mail for that one, actually. That's the first time he gets a little bit of hate mail. Uh, he made the entirely feasible, mutually assured destruction of the planet, a topic for kids to have fucking nightmares over.
1: That's yeah, fine <laughs> just It's like, gonna oops. be an egg bomb Oh my god <laughs> Also the return of the living dead When the fucking guy comes out of the fucking barrel the Brains That's a what? fucking That's an 80s <laughs> reference about? Oh okay Never okay, mind. Okay fine Dick you didn't get that one? <laughs> no oh, I haven't seen that there's one this, There's this zombie that comes out of the, this barrel And he's like brains And it fucking gave me nightmares forever But anyway I don't think anyone seen I had, that. I think I got you nightmares made it from the
3: Gremlins. My dad, I went to my dad's friend's house and he was he was pirating uh he was duplicating Gremlins with two VCRs and I saw that it was right when that old lady got launched oh, out of the house. And oh I And I show that. that gremlin with the red eyes. I was like, "Oh my god, dude, that's real. What the fuck <laughs> is that?" I had night I've had nightmares about that my whole life. So uh, now when I have it, I still think I'm a kid. Yeah, you like it's really annoying. So I go punch like my dad a in the stomach for that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: Xenomorph chest bursters got me as a kid like that was just D- on in the background and just scarred my little brain. Dick, let me ask day.
3: you
0: are you are you afraid of um like being in a situation where you have to use the thing that will take you upstairs, the little roller coaster that handicaps use and uh, yeah <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> that's my nightmare that's the nightmare wow. It's just like well if, if you're handicapped, then you're
3: vulnerable to small toaster sized uh lizard men. <laughs> I don't even sit down when I shit. I stand up because I'm too afraid of the. Li- I'm too afraid of being vulnerable. I have the bull. Yeah. I have yeah, the just-
1: bullseye above the toilet. And, you know, it's just the splatter. It's like a shotgun spray. <laughs> well, we're right? supposed to squat. They say. Uh, you know, Asia has it figured out. They don't even have toilets.
0: They've got holes. <laughs> it's holes. Uh, yeah. Holes. Cody, do you have a hole? I don't.
4: No, Hawaii oh. is flush. Mm. Flush toilets. Uh, all right. Lame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> One day we're all gonna get it. <laughs> Uh, 1984. Ted puts out uh, a book entitled "You're Only Old Once," a book for obsolete children. And Whoa! <laughs> this is Ted's fucking spiral into crotchety old manville. Like something must have happened. Surprisingly, it wasn't his wife dying, but something happened where like his like senior discount for early bird special was revoked, and he's just like, "I'm old now." The book is a cranky commentary on the twilight years of life. And we can see he's all about either ungraciously <laughs> accepting his old age or just fearing death at this point. Uh, when a toy manufacturing company sent him a sample case of his characters and asked for licensing rights, Ted responded by just throwing the
3: case in his fucking pool. Fucking <laughs> 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 just like, no. <laughs> oh, he's losing his testing, too. Now he just throws shit in a pool. He has no time <laughs> for it. other people and we'll see this in a minute it's funny just, because because
0: you know eduardo got them out of the pool just fine
4: they probably disintegrated they were that low quality
0: yeah Oof. Oof. Uh,
4: a an abortion rights activist group started without permission started using uh dr Susie in line a person is a person no matter how small wow <laughs> you, you see what they're doing there yeah they just, start, they just grabbed it and didn't even ask ted for fucking permission and Ted lawyered up and took those bitches down. Like you can't use that, and that was from a uh, Horton. Here's a who. Oh wow. Nineteen. Uh, 19- yeah, I mean, 19- I,
0: like, I don't know, because it makes sense. It's probably the best line an anti-abortion right, like group could use.
4: Right. It's it's in there. It's pertinent, but at the same time, you didn't you didn't do your due diligence in the legal department.
0: Right. I meant after the yeah. vagina. I was talking about just generally small people with with uh, uh, social security numbers. <laughs> in utero does not count. Oh, so they don't make it. They've done nothing for me. I'll put them in the pool as well. <laughs> in
4: 1990, we're in the 90s now, uh, a museum was established and constructed in his honor. Uh, it was just like the life and trials of Dr. Seuss, his masterworks, his this and that, his, his lifelong endeavors. And it was supposed to be just this huge celebration of everything he's done. Uh, Ted hired a shadow to just tell everyone to fuck off. So, like oh, yeah. when, a, when a when a when a news reporter came up and was like, "Dr. Seuss, anything to say about this museum?" That's you know we're having the ribbon cutting for in your honor. He'd be like, you know, he'd motion to like his shadow, and his shadow would just be like, "Dr. Seuss isn't available for comment at this time." It was very crotchety and Old Man because it was for him. It's oh, not well, like he was invited to, like, a soiree. It was, like, his thing. And so it's a, like, a D off. influencer. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Sounds right. like a
2: mafia boss where he's got to whisper to some guy's ear. And he's not even whispering. He's he's probably not even just, whispering. He probably just does some this hand motion. Yeah. You
0: can't hear this, but, you know, it's very <laughs> shaky, and it doesn't make sense at all. He's got, got, a, sign language. He's got yeah.
4: a
1: bunch of cords <laughs> hanging out of his ear.
3: Like one of those FBI... Yeah, hearing aids yeah
4: so
1: He's all right it's got a pain
3: in the you, ass it's too bad his taxidermy didn't take off he could have just done that forever yeah, <sighs> yeah. i'd actually like one of those
0: pieces i have a couple pieces of taxidermy put it in the kids tom, room. just like that exists. tom do you buy
1: one of the taxidermies from uh an influencer on instagram with big tits so i feel like most of them most yes, of them do taxidermy no
0: no, I I got mine from a from a reputable okay. source. I'm just asking. I'm not one of these online hooligans. Reasonable yeah. size tits. Yes. Reasonable go. price. Reasonable, reasonable okay. tits. All about reason. Excuse me. Can you
3: scooch that camo over? I just want to make sure I'm looking at what I'm looking at. <laughs> All right. I can trust you. Your tits are reasonably sized.
4: <laughs> Verified. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's when the blue check mark appears in Twitter. Verified. <laughs> Reasonable tits.
0: All right, Cody. Are we wrapping this guy up?
4: Nearly. Mid-90s. Uh, Ted decides it's time for his swan song. One final farewell message to the world. Instead of doing the typical penning of memoirs, he writes, Oh, the places you'll go. And it's like this whole inspirational, good feely book. It tells everyone they're the best, even though it's a mass-produced fucking book. It's a popular
1: <laughs> fucking uh, graduation gift. present. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's Gary Vaynerchuk in a book.
1: That's the one yeah. with that rainbow dick, and there's a little tiny man standing on it, right? I don't know. Yeah, cool. yes. no, you're yeah. right. Yeah, That's all right, it. cool. Okay. I, I, I had really?
0: a. I had a teacher give me that. I think that th- th- they gave a nice discount to uh, to schools because they just handed them out to everyone. Yeah, I know. And I know we're, I think one of those kids who got that book from my class is dead.
4: <laughs> so, oh, do I know him? Is it someone I no, know?
0: No, no, that's when I went to a, a, a private school where we played with Clay. And ah, Montessori. Good old yeah. Montessori.
1: Oh, <laughs> Let's get it straight. Tom is yes. a Montessori
0: boy. Yes, I'm now a ex-Montessori current failure. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting. <laughs>
4: Uh, that book ranked number one on the New York Times adult bestseller list. So it's just like, what the fuck happened here, dude? What is that? What is that like other is some... one?
1: The fucking the the secret or the promise? The one that you you were saying you got when you
3: graduated? Oh,
1: I got
4: that for graduate. The, the secret. secret. <laughs>
3: oh. Yeah. Did you make? Is that the one with the vision board? <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's that's that. Did you make a vision one. board?
4: Yeah. I, I didn't make it because I, I realized it was a hawk of shit, and I put it down immediately. I didn't throw it out because my parents inscribed it. And I was like, oh, I'll
1: miss you one day, and I guess I'll find this and almost cry. Dude, I think I'll take the places I it's, go. I just want to be in that fucking that acid trip of a of a boy wearing pajamas in space. Yeah. Oh, boy.
3: So a it, friend of mine left her vision board up, uh, we were she was having a little party at her house and i I was looking for a bathroom. I wandered into her room and came out with it. Uh, we <laughs> made fun of her all night for <laughs> oh, She said man. specifically she'd been telling herself all day to remember to take it down before we got there because you she knew she didn't <laughs> want any of us to see it. It was stuff like it was like a cutout of a a wedding magazine in the corner of it. Oh my god, marry a guy and of all people to
4: find it. It was Dick Masterson.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I came out. Hey Jenny, what the fuck is this? Holy shit! That that would
4: be a fucking nightmare of mine.
5: (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh,
4: Oh,
3: Dick Masterson found my hybrid diary
4: (laughs) slash billboard.
3: Uh it had stuff about like writing a screenplay. And- oh my <laughs> man. <laughs> oh fuck. Like normal stuff, but it's just picturing her cutting it out and then taping it. Like, oh god. Well Jesus Christ. like the the concept behind it, like like you just
0: said, like her cutting it out and spending the time doing it, like, oh you wanna you wanna write a screenplay? Like, bitch, just write the screenplay! <laughs> You've been sitting here for eight hours. Why don't you rough draft it? (laughs) If you had
1: a fucking single idea in your head, you get it done. Dude, but I just uh, saw all these inspirational pictures in Cosmo. (laughs) I'm so ready to go.
4: (laughs) So glad Cosmo inspired you.
0: So anyway, um, back to the child author.
4: And after having published, oh, the places you'll go, Ted's health was declining. Ted would hole up in his Mount Soledad tower and scream from his deathbed, Am I dead now? Really? Uh, yeah. He would, my grandpa he would, used to do that. He when would he badger dying. his fucking wife. He would just scream, Am I dead now? To Audrey Diamondstone. I guess Audrey Geisel now. Jeez. Oh, and like, he was trying to be funny, but can you imagine like that fucking demoralizing reminder? Like, oh yeah, someone might die uh, every half hour pretty dark room yeah but he thought it was being funny i guess it is
0: funny it's funny to yourself i mean like you're at the end of your life you don't need an audience anymore you need (laughs) to just be you need to be how it is all right uh mike ask me the question how does dr sauce die
4: september 24th 1991 ted died in his art studio surrounded by his taxidermy nonsensical creatures and his art supplies Aged eighty-seven, cause of death is recorded as oral cancer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Oral, mm. yeah, from the I guess it was the under tongue cancer from chain yeah. smoking.
1: You uh, can the, die of oral cancer. Fan I, I feel like you just your jaw falls off or something.
4: How or that? I, I, I think it metastasized speak. and like made it into his ass. And... <laughs>
2: oh. Why don't they chop I mean, out his tongue earlier? Well, I just learned this recently that like
0: when you get cancer in a place and they they label it as the origin place and it spreads to your like other parts of your body, they still call it that. So if you get oral cancer, but it travels into your lungs and you die from that, that's um, not lung cancer. That's still oral cancer.
4: Oh wow. So you can have ass cancer in your head is what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, exactly. I that's news to me. Mm. I mean I just heard out through a very sad story that's not gonna that's (laughs) it, you know? Just a little context. That's Hmm. so uh Uh, yeah you can get ass cancer. Really you can get ass cancer? Uh yeah, I think they call it colon cancer, but yeah. uh, you know, oh, well, you can, fuck. save careful. a syllable. You could get it. Knock on wood. Yeah.
4: The the ever awkward fan letters uh, he received in life from his shit brain kiddos awkwardly did not stop after he died. <laughs> Dear Dr. Seuss, I am sorry that you are dead. I wish you weren't dead. I really like your books. My favorite is the Cat in the Hat. Please send information. Yours truly,
3: Dane. <laughs> Do you think you read it?
1: That would be a Dane, yeah, fucking Dane. A Dane <laughs> would write that.
3: <laughs> so, like, he, send me some information. Just whatever you got, whatever you got lying around. Got send a a zip it code,
4: give it to me. So he kind of like made all these kids like these kids that have no business reading or writing letters,
1: still sending him shit I, after I'm he's dead. I'm glad you said. I'm glad you yeah, said maybe Dane and he... not Travis because I feel like at the Scholastic Book Fair, <laughs> oh my God, there's my peer. I drop it every end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know why it happens. There. But at the Scholastic fucking book fair, I probably was like, Dr. Swouse, yeah. can I learn how the midgemerd <laughs> swims in the sky? Uh, sky well,
4: swimming midgemerds, got it. Yes. Audrey, okay. the second... Oh, sorry. A little bit more. Uh, Audrey, a second wife, uh, got loose with the Seuss licensing. She greenlit toys, Broadway musicals, the disastrous live-action *Grinch* and *Cat in the Hat* movies oh, we all good. fucking hate. So she's like posthumously gold digging, you know? What I mean, <laughs> she, she she's claiming she's keeping the the Seuss name alive and in the pop culture sphere. She's like, oh, I'm doing it to keep him relevant, but she's like fucking you know, cashing checks for *Cat in the Hat* character gushers and shit like that. License what about the cartoon?
3: Baby. The Grinch Steals Christmas, the cartoon. Did, was that around? That would have been in the 70s, right? Uh, that was... was yeah, I think 70s, that was in the 60s? 70s or
0: late 60s. Um, yeah, late 60s. Uh, da, 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 da. I mean, that's one of the best Christmas cartoons of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I hope I hope he got to spend uh, his sixty six. Probably hated
2: it.
4: Grinch came out in 66. Uh, it used 10 times the normal amount of stills to animate, so it looked great. Uh... Do you know? Uh, quick trivia. Do you know who voiced the Grinch? No. Uh, Boris, Ooh, Karloff? Oh. Really? Oh. <sighs> Boris Karloff. Really? Boris Karloff was mm. the Grinch. That uh, kind of freaks my head out a little bit.
0: Well, I mean, he likes green people. <laughs>
1: He's a green man.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. a green man.
4: And there you have him. Functioning, drunk, sp- spurgy, adulterer, man-child extraordinaire, theater, Theodore Soiss Geisel. Ted lay Ted lay dead in his bed from a tumor of the head. Two bitches he wed. <laughs> But no children were bred. <laughs> Excellent, Cody. Nice. There you go, Doctor cool. Seuss in a nutshell. Doctor He really
3: did us a disservice. I think we'd be a lot better off if more people could not read or write. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, like, <laughs> right? Especially, <laughs> Especially the ones kids. on the cusp. Like those are the dumber, the dumber ones that are getting help with literacy. They're the ones using it poorly. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let them just make sounds. <laughs> then they can't just get on the sound. internet at all. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, maybe,
0: you know, you don't need you don't need to read to get into every field. So maybe if they become um, if they become successful in whatever field it is that they're not reading in, they're creating yeah. jobs.
3: Yeah. You know, they could be homeless. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Perfect. Opportunities in the homeless field. Yeah.
0: And then give someone the job of pretending they care about the homeless and getting a city to pay <laughs> well, yeah, for just whatever moved, roles that is. Yeah, you move to time. the West
3: Coast
1: where it's OK to be homeless. There
0: you go. <laughs> You get a tent
4: and you just set up. Surprisingly easy to be homeless in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. You guys have the I'm highest just, rate of homelessness. Yeah, it's easy. You just fucking eat grass and shrimp
0: <laughs> S- well, on the beach. Isn't that because we mm. just like count the natives of Hawaii as homeless? <laughs> Probably. Eh, there's definitely some. <laughs> All us Howleys moved in there and fucked oh, it up?
4: Oh, he remembered the racist word for white people.
0: Yeah, I love that term. Howley. Because I want to know my own racist terms, you know? If I want to be called something, I, I'm going to know. But anyway, Cody, thanks for doing all that research
3: on uh, yeah. you know, Ted Seuss there. Yeah. Uh, Ted Seuss Geisel.
0: Yes. Dick, thank you so much for your time.
3: Yeah. Yes. Thank you, guys. I learned so much today about uh, Dr. Seuss. I'm going to go peruse his naked lady drawings now. You're going to draw <laughs> <in> <laughs> those nipples. They're interesting. He can't draw tits. I don't trust a man who can't draw tits. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they, they got some the anti gravity lumps going on most yeah. of his shit. Yeah. They look like Mr. Garrison's new boobs. <laughs> oh, I, just, just, I feel
1: like as a dude, you learn how to draw a dick first because you just you have it, so you know how to do it. Yeah. And then you're like, these yeah. are the things I'm staring at a lot. Let me just figure out how to draw boobs. Right? She's right, he, yeah. obviously not willing to put the work into that.
0: I mean he's he's literally cutting down the amount of unique <laughs> words by Very true by a fifty percent each time he puts out a book yeah I mean I'm pre- what was his last book was it just uh, a book about him dying and it says oh uh, did, uh, all all the did places it you'll go oh okay well, maybe there was an unpublished one that was just called did it and then he <laughs> did it. did he
1: smoke weed that's the only question I had. Before that, or do acid or anything? Everyone thinks or? he was
4: on something.
1: Yeah, everyone. Alec Baldwin. Alec
4: Baldwin actually like publicly was just like, I want to be on whatever Dr. Seuss is on. Yeah, but he's retired. Yeah, I just imagine
1: he, yeah.
0: like like he Alec Baldwin. Yeah, can't I imagine read at he
1: all. didn't do any of that. He probably just smoked cigarettes and drank. He, he was but... just unhinged. Okay. Yeah, he he right.
4: definitely chain smoked. He had he had a pen. He had a penchant for fucking uh, bathtub gin and vodka on the rocks, but. I don't think he did psychotropics or anything, even as like mild as marijuana.
1: Gotcha. Uh, I'm
4: right. gonna throw something in the chat real quick. Just all right. Throw this, in the
0: chat. I want to
4: wrap this up though. Uh, the the other the alternate book of the Seven Lady Godivas. It's like he didn't oh, know how to draw a God. butt yeah. on a fat woman. <laughs> Can you see that?
2: It's a big circle.
4: It's just there's there's no ass crack incorporated into. Uh, that thick lady's butt so he just thought there's just probably like an anal spout buried deep in there and i guess he never actually saw a, a large woman's ass at this point in time I just well, look at that I woman's th- arm on the left
3: it's a weird kind of it's
0: pretty th- long Momo. oh, oh yeah, that's lanky. yeah
1: that is some not human proportion. it's falling off
0: there if she straightened up, that would be at her below her kneecap. Could you imagine being able to grab your kneecap from standing up position? <laughs> good and how around. how you would never be a, considered a sexual icon? <laughs> Some kind of fucking you
4: orangutan. Ew. Yeah. So not not great in the anatomy yeah. uh, aspect. But
0: there you go. All righty. Cool. All right. Cool. Once again, Cody. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Dick. You're welcome. Thanks again. I really appreciate you you coming on the show. Could you uh? Could you plug all your stuff? I mean, I, uh, specifically yeah. New Project 2. Could you tell us about that?
3: Oh, yeah. The Patreon alternative. Please. Uh, I made it last year when Sargon got kicked off Patreon because people are tired of supporting them. Um, sign up. Sign up. Newproject2.com. Um, a bunch of people are on there. I think Medica is on there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Soap's on there. I'm on there. Uh, set it up. Go to patreon.com slash thedickshow for me. Yeah. And uh, Dick dick.show. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, man. All right. Thanks for showing up.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, we have a Patreon, uh, all that stuff, Roast Mortem Cast, and uh, all the Twitter and whatnot. You
1: can find me at Saunch, S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T. Oh, yeah. You can do me. I'm a child boy. You can find (laughs) me at TravisLegion.Clown.Idiot.
4: I'm on Twitter as Cody McCann, C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N.
2: You find me at smoothbrain420. <laughs> that
1: is true. I tried to look up your old name and it was like On does not understand. And I just got more smooth and I, I saw my brain. <laughs> well, there you go. You got smooth and then you found me. There you go. There you are.
2: All right, thank, thank you, Shane. you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Everyone. Thank, thank you, Shane. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>